Hello and welcome to another episode of Monster Dear Monster, a monster exploration podcast where we took, take a look at monsters from their origins, their inceptions, and to their modern day incarnations in popular culture. I am one of your hosts, Dave, and I am joined today by Leonard, as is the usual. Leonard, how are you doing? Hello, um, I'm good. You can probably hear my cat meandering around the uh, apartment because uh, he's awake now. <laughs> well, that, that yep, there he goes, and that just keeps us keeps us company. We are joined today by a special guest. It's, I know it's very rare that we have guests on the show. It um, it's, a, it's for 2020. We're ma- we're bringing it back. Uh, <laughs> we are joined today by Adam. Adam. How are you doing? Hi, hello. I am here. <laughs> yeah, it's great to have you on. Uh, you you run another podcast yourself. I'm a, I'm a, I hear. <laughs> yeah, so I host Kawaii Trash, which is kind of like a horror, anime, just kind of whatever podcast. We've covered a whole bunch of different things. Um, but yeah. Well, it's great to have you aboard. I I have, of course, listened to a few episodes of of your podcast they are they're great it's a lot of fun uh, and there's a good rapport between you and your guests so that was Thanks. part of why i extended an invitation um, and the other part is we we both i think really enjoy the films we're going to be discussing today yeah 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 um found footage i guess is the is the subject of most of, well the genre of these films that we're gonna be talking about but um, I'm a simp for found footage. I've always kind of <laughs> loved found footage, you know, from Blair Witch to even recent stuff, even after people kind of got sick of it. And, you know, like, uh, like every kind of horror subculture thing, it's kind of come in cycles um, and different forms and different whatnot. But um, especially the films we're going to be talking about, um, it's kind of still alive and kicking, um, which is kind of a cool thing because, like I said, I, 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 I'm fond of the genre. And when it works, I think it's it. it it really does deliver some of like the scariest things that the genre can do um, done well. Of course, if it's done poorly, then it just sucks and it's boring <laughs> or we've seen it all before, but uh, yeah, I'm totally a fan. Yeah. It's an interesting genre and we've taken a time of a few um, episodes to kind of go over uh, similarly <coughs> genre themed things um, and kind of bounce around. It's It's nice that it's, it's a thing that does come in waves. Um, there was a heyday, the the paranormal activity sort of heyday, yeah. the the beginnings, or at least some said there was some before, but um, Blair Witch era, um, and then I I find myself enjoying more some of the more recent fare because they've had to kind of a either deconstruct the genre just because it's it's too much of a thing, uh, or they're new. Take, they're a little bit subtler new takes on it uh, because you have to you have to kind of reinvent some of the things to keep it fresh um and that was something notably done in uh Noroi, which we really enjoyed uh yes. oh, yeah. and the dab films are, are are found footage but because it's through uh, those are specifically through a cultural um, turkish lens uh, it changes up kind of what the focus is on on the footage itself um and then, depending on like budgetary constraints and what they're using to record, uh, changing styles between oh, yeah. um, amateur footage and then like professionally looking uh, documentary style, um, which I'm finding myself preferring that more and more. Well, it's 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 interesting because you know obviously 
the 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 genres you know i mean you can plant it early in like italian horror like cannibal holocaust and mm. the cinema verite kind of stuff that they kind of put in there i was even surprised recently i watched emmanuel in america and that has a pseudo snuff scene which is you know it's kind of like found footage she ends up watching a snuff film um but they shot that like obviously like on eight millimeter some kind of really grimier film t- mm-hmm. um, stock and you know, then we have Blair Witch, which is VHS and, and camcorders, and then you know, Paranormal Activity is like more, a little bit more high def security cam, and like, um, and now you know, it's everyone has you know GoPros, uh, you know, cell phones can take 1080p 4K footage, so like the game has definitely upped itself, and you know, what makes it interesting is like the authenticity of it is what is still what sells a found footage film for me. It's not so much that, like, obviously it's all going to be augmented and manipulated in a way to kind of um, heighten the reality. And if it, if it heightens the reality of the situation, to me, then it's more effective. Um, but there are definitely examples where, like, you know, it will, as, a, as I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not exactly saying I'm a filmmaker, but just knowing, like, how cameras work and stuff, you can kind of tell, like, oh, wait, why did this switch from, like, widescreen and why, why is this camcorder filming in 4 by 3 Like, you know, once those, they can kind of trip on themselves when it comes to, like, using the different formats and whatnot, um, or even different stylistic kind of choices to make, um, so... <laughs> Yeah, and then, and that's another thing. Or they've switched to camera angles that like aren't going to work unless there's another camera in there, and that's that's part of um, what throws off some of the amateur ones where you're 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 almost taken out of it a little bit because if they're primarily using um, GoPros or hand cams, but then you're getting like a narrative camera, like something that's yeah. not included, like how another format, or, yeah, yeah, or the 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 cast of the film all perished who's editing it who found the thing like i i I want that context a little bit too um and that's nice when it is provided either at the beginning or the end um kind of giving a a sort of a denouement to it um yeah but that's definitely you know it's not like you know found footage no matter what it's it's not like pure documentary style like you know pure documentary style is you know you don't edit anything but obviously all document you know documentaries are someone's editing it someone's manipulating it in a way to hit certain beats to get you involved in the film and the same has to be done with like on footage because obviously we'd be sitting there watching the most mundane bullshit like <laughs> people don't realize how mundane uh behind the scenes i've i've edited behind the scenes footage in real life and it, it is pretty mundane for the most part you know like really so um they yeah. have to kind of form their narrative, like thrust out of uh, out of that. And I mean, you, of course, you can do it with like you know getting people involved with the characters and just the way it's you know the innovation of the technology. And um, I think we've come at a point where it's like a mixture between the two. Um, but it can also kind of like fall flat on its face. Like I think Blair Witch twenty sixteen um, was was one of the first that was like, okay, we're going to use GoPros, we're going to use drones. Um, but then it didn't do anything with that new technology to kind of push the like the scariness of the situation. So, uh, yeah. but the films we're going to be talking about, thankfully, I think they do push it in a way that's um, forward thinking and interesting. So they do, and they also address um, multiple sides of sort of the recording process. Like they 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 pick up a little bit of the behind the scenes things that you don't usually see when you're watching these kind of films which is is kind of nice but yes that that i think brings us to the films we will be covering today so we will be looking at um gonjiam haunted asylum the 2018 film 
Heilerstaden, another 2018 film, surprisingly, and then Haunted Changi is a 2010 film. So there's a, there's a little bit of a, um, a gap in there, but thematically they're all tying together pretty well. Um, in terms of like the general subject matter, they're all haunted asylums and or hospitals it's 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 it's, but it's a film crew or like a bunch of people mm. like daring themselves to go into an asylum to see if there's paranormal activity which um i have to point out there are more films than the ones we're talking about that have that exact same plot uh, yes, so it's not yes, exactly it's a, no it's not I, yeah. I don't think that they're doing a sort of groundbreaking <laughs> thing but uh it's not in the vein of something like session nine uh dealing with a a yeah. premise like that but having nothing to do with people looking for ghosts now i i have to point out though that it, it it's kind of like worked out in a way because i recently um uh became aware of this tv show called mtv sphere from the from 2000 have you guys heard of this show i, I i'm not. aware of it oh okay it well it's well for people who don't know it's really fascinating so it's basically like a reality tv a reality horror tv show where they get a bunch of young people to go to these supposed haunted places and they have to do these challenges to win like five thousand dollars and what's fascinating about the show is that it's all done all of the footage is shot by security cams and by the um participants themselves they have like face cams and stuff now this is the 2000s so this the technology back then is not gopros it's extremely primitive um and what's so fascinating about the show is like they go to like western penn they go to like these haunted asylum type places but these are real people and what's amazing about the show is you watch it and um it's it's scary not because of oh are there ghosts or are this but it you're seeing people who are genuinely scared of like they're uh, they're genuinely scaring themselves because you know you realize there's you know there there's not much there there's nothing on camera that they catch but it's just like up close um kind of reactions of them reacting to their environments and um um now we have it where we watch something like Gonjiam and obviously it's GoPros and it's HD and um one of the reasons that for me Gonjiam works is because um, the acting in terms of capturing the fear that those people feel is so close to being genuine that it's easy for us to kind of feel fearful, feel f fearful for them and then for ourselves. Um, but I think it's interesting that like, you know, this sort of, this, the sort of like going and watching people, I mean, ghost hunting kind of became hugely popular in the two thousands, like ghost hunting shows and world's scariest places and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I think it's funny that it's circled back, but it's just the technology is better now. So <laughs> it's easier to kind of pull off um, what because because Gunjam, you know, is extremely slick and well made. Um, I think it's probably the best made in terms of using GoPros and, and other and other sorts of um, uh, like drones and stuff. Um, and but just the editing and the presentation of it is very slickly kind of like wrapped up, almost like you're watching like a really, really well done YouTube video, which is kind of like the essence of what that's going for, even though it's st they're streaming, they're live streaming what they're doing at the asylum. Yeah, yeah. I think it works really well for that. So let's but, take uh, a look at um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll dig, I think, into that into that movie. Um the 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 relevance of where it sits in the scheme of um, found footage and everything it's it's a good 
point to start with, particularly because um, for the show, uh, we bounce around and kind of look at, so say this is, this is our ghosts, big air quotes on there. Um, seeing, because we looked at Noroi and we've, we've looked at a few other ones, how that's effective through this medium, like what the story's doing to, to make that a scary thing uh, works really well in Gonjiam. Because it's it's out of it's almost out of left field. It's another one where you're you're watching the thing, and when they when they're bringing up um, anytime that the the location or something is a threat to the the cast members of the show or whatever it is, uh, this feels more credible in that sense. Um, I think we get that actually with each of the films and sometimes that that doesn't feel like the case. Well, um, they set, they set the context. Well, so like Gonjiam opens up, like Gonjiam is this, you know, haunted hospital. It's, there's a CNN article about it, which there is a CNN article about it. You can look up and see mm-hmm. and, 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 and just about the films in general we're talking about today, all of them are based off real places. So I, for some reason, I forgot that Gunjam was an actual, because I remember looking it up, like, is Gunjam a real place? And, you know, most of the time when you look up the origins of these places, it's very, it's much more mundane, even if there had been something like it had taken place or it was a war hospital or, or this or that. And, um, you know, in the case of Gunjam, like, yeah, it's, it's, it, it uses a real article and, um, of course, it's going off of the rumor mill of what the internet has to say about Gonjian being haunted. Uh, does it avoid talking about that it was shut down for sanitary reasons and that was the most mundane reason why it was shut down and lo- lo- lack of funding? You know, no, of course not. The filmmakers take that idea and they embellish it with, you know, a kind of mythos. And um, but the characters do as well. So that's what I think is interesting about like Gonjian is that um, they set the context and enough of it is real that when they start kind of embellishing it and adding to it, we, the viewer don't know what is exactly a f- fake or real. Cause in the film, obviously they set up some scares on purpose because they go in cynically believing that this place isn't haunted. And so they have to kind of goose their live stream audience, but they have participants in the, you know, on their team that don't know about those setup, um, you know, gags or, 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 or spooky hauntings or whatever. And so, you know, the film the film turns once there are spooky going ons without their involvement on either end, um, yeah. which makes it feel that throws us off because then it feels like we don't know exactly. You know, it's out of their hands, basically, the fear that they've they've put in other people and it kind of just goes crazy, you know, like it kind of just like takes off and is re and that and that's when the film can kind of just like basically just ride the audience on this wave of like really really exciting and exhilarating set pieces um um because it, it that film specific like that toward the end the, the, there's like you know after 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 a point it feels like it's almost relentless with like the hauntings because the first half of it is you're just following them which i actually kind of like that you follow the group of pretty young youtubers um because they, they're pretty personable like they're not exactly like to me i mean but they're exactly what you would think a personable youtuber would be um but they, they feel real and authentic enough and they feel like they're not 
you know, it's it's up until in the middle of the program you realize like you can kind of see how they can become manipulative and not really as nice as they appear, um, which I think is fair for for YouTubers. That's more than fair for for sharing YouTubers. Um, no, for sure. I mean, they're they're well in in particular. So that's it's a team run by Jaeyun um, for their YouTube channel, and they, as we will find in the other films, there's a persona they gets put on. Um, when they're when you're doing your YouTube thing, so this showing them kind of outside of that and kind of dealing with each other and building a little bit more of their characters up. Well, it, for one, it helps you identify with them. Uh, so yeah, when there is problems, them. yeah, when there's problems coming on for them, you you you're getting some sort of empathy from the audience. Um, if everyone, if if like if Jayun was shown as he is later in the film from the beginning. It, you just would get rid of a lot of goodwill toward toward the characters. Yeah, um, and it's interesting because you know, with with Gonjam and it's like we'll get to Hausschatten, but um, the YouTuber and streamer kind of thing aspect of the film, which makes it more topical for most people. Um, there's a very negative connotation to having characters be YouTubers for obvious obvious <laughs> reasons, I guess. Um, but it's, I think it's strange to bring that kind of baggage to something like this, especially because, you know, like I said, you, you kind of get to know them and, 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 and you generally do like most of the characters in it. Um, so when, you know, it's, it's, it, I can see how people would turn on these films if they, if they come in with that predisposed where they just really hate YouTubers and they, and they, no matter what, can't get on the same level as the characters. So then they're probably bored for the rest of the film because they don't care what happens to them. Um, but I, I don't think that's true with... I think both both films, Kugonjiam and Halshan, I think they do a good job of spending the time enough with the characters um, that you do kind of feel for them when scary stuff goes down. Um, because I feel like with some other big examples, like Paranormal Activity and a few other film footage, it can be really frustrating when whoever is the lead viewpoint of the film is just a complete idiot and does the complete idiot like horror movie thing and you know you kind of fall out of it. Um, uh, because no one, but here it's interesting because it's a group madness kind of, and it's being captured by multiple angles. And that's a very yeah. hard thing to kind of pull off as like, you know, it's, 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 it, it almost pulls off the kind of one take. You, you almost feel like it's a one take kind of thing because it's happening in real time, but it really isn't like, it's really well done with the way that they've just filmed it. Um, um, so I have to say that, <clears throat> I really liked the cast uh, and and the characters in uh, Ganjion, um, but I did not. I really did not care for for the for the team in. Uh, um, I'm sorry, Hellstink. Hellstung. Uh, um I yeah, um, and I think that's there's a weird like cultural aspect to it uh, for me at least. Um, because, like, those German kids were way too close to Western YouTubers for me. Uh, no, and- yeah, yeah, you, yeah, that's, and, and here's the thing, Gonjiam, if you look at Gonjiam's reviews on Letterboxd, it has a pretty solid, like, upper three, four, fives. Hallstatten has a 1.8. It's been review bombed on IMDb, Letterboxd, Amazon, everywhere. It's been mm-hmm. review bombed because people are, are so, react so negatively towards German YouTubers, I guess, or just YouTubers in general. 
um which is interesting because you know Gonjam Gonjam and 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 Hellshot, there I almost was like is is Hellshot a remake of Gonjam because they are so incredibly similar in terms of in terms of that and they both have they both have stuff to say about YouTubers and criticizing you know kind of what they will do to get views you know um I don't think either are wrong about it um but Gonjam is a little bit more sympathetic <laughs> towards its uh, YouTubers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they it, it feel it feels they feel they've they all come off more personable than 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 the the our our, our German our German crew <laughs> like yeah. because and just in con in context we'll 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 get uh we'll get to it when we start talking about uh about the film but just the context of the location and how they behave in regards to it i'm just like ugh, you're gross and i really like these korean kids and i'm kind of glad that that but you do have you do have them, like you, you do have like charlotte like spray painting her name in and then she turns around and freaks out because someone touches a doll but it's like it's a hypocritical kind of like, oh, I'm a, I, cause she's, she's been to the three other haunted, most haunted places on that CNN list. Mm-hmm. So she should know better, but yet she still spray paints her name, her signature at Gonjiam, even though there's graffiti there as well. Um, but it's funny that she then turns around and gets mad when one of the crew members grabs the doll, even though the doll was planted. So it's, it's, you know, it, it, it being a it being like is it already kind of an inv- and this kind of goes about talking about monsters like you guys mentioned with um so with like in terms of ghosts and stuff and when with these films what's interesting is that it takes a bigger approach where um if you really boil it down you can kind of find the source of evil for each film so Gonjam, i guess most people would say it might be the um the director, even though that's all kind of embellished with her backstory and mm-hmm. and the pictures they find, um, but what I think is more interesting is that it's not it's it's not exactly one thing. It's this collective place. It's it's literally the asylum itself that manufactures and or not manufactures but manifests these kind of um, supernatural happenings. Like mm-hmm. it becomes kind of like a void of like you know life and. Um, other of all the bad things and fears and, and that people have and they bring to those kind of places um, because what's, you know what's always funny is that like you go to like one of these haunted haunts so-called haunted places during the day and it's like oh it's it's just like an abandoned I mean yeah, it's <coughs> creepy it's abandoned and whatnot and some really horrible shit might have happened here but then at night you know it manifests this kind of now your interferers are coming out to play because now you can't see everything and now you can't do anything and um, and you know, with Gonjam's case, it's obviously this place manipulating the, the 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 people who go to it because you know the big stinger at the end is that they they haven't been live streaming like it's been offline, and it the whoever the source of evil is has basically tricked the leader of the group to into believing that he's been getting so so many views when in reality he really hasn't, right. um, which is really fascinating. Yeah, we'll get. I I actually like read that a little differently. Um, but we'll we'll circle back around to that part. Um, at the end. Uh, yeah, the the movie in general and its location and that being the evil or the bad thing. I I really like that because it's it's a it's, it's a, less tangible. It's, it's it's less tangible, but it's sort of a 
it's a, a sentience to a place like tied yeah. specifically to this into an area because it's not just the hospital it's it's it's, it's in the entire environment the second that they're even in like range of it things are going wrong but they don't know <laughs> thankfully it doesn't do the western thing like amityville or like pet cemetery where it's an indian burial ground or there has to be a specific given reason you know why and and for most of these places it's just that again it was like it was an asylum during a war it was a war hospital it was this place where so many people had died when it's like yeah but there's a million hospitals still running nowadays that aren't haunted you know like it's it's just that it's it's been abandoned at this point so it's almost like it, it can collect and kind of fester all those fears that people have about it um which Again, it makes it like it gives it a kind of self-awareness that makes it kind of really creepy and scary because, again, we're never given any ideas, especially in Gonjiam of like what in 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 uh, Hellstatten we are. But in Gonjiam, it's really more still left off the table. What exactly is is going on, Um, uh, especially even in regards to the room 402 in the film, which is basically the store that can never be opened and um what's interesting is like characters end up kind of almost like in this other world like place um which is like physically not part of the of the asylum but yet it still exists almost like on a different plane which i think is kind of cool um it you know because it kind of just like traps in within itself you know and and that's even scarier because you can't you know there's no escape from it at that point then so it's just kind of messing with them (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's, I, it's I, just I, that part that it's playing with that sort of alternate reality is. Yeah, I, I think that that is what sold the ending part of this to me the most. Go ahead, Leonard. Oh, I was just saying that. Um, it it yeah. As I was watching this, I was like, yeah, corrupted location. Even the the woods outside are 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 possibly connected to it. Um, I especially like those the, panties they find. Yeah, <laughs> I like the uh, um, that when they approached the asylum just from the outside, that there seems to be a specific point where you're already trapped, um, because that's when the video feeds go out for both uh, Captain and when the group first arrive. So it's like, oh yeah, the, you're you're done already before you've entered the building. And then room 402 is very reminiscent of um, the red uh, door room from this, uh, well, from the original and uh, most aptly the, the, the recent uh, TV miniseries of The Haunting of Hill House. So there's a lot of good, like, classic ghost story DNA. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this. I mean, that's the thing about about Gonjiam that people like it, it really and it, but you know it's the same thing about Noroi it didn't reinvent it didn't reinvent the wheel like it really they, these aren't they're not original but it's just the way that they are done is is very well like they, they did such a good job because you know like them kind of walking back to camp and getting lost and not being able to find you know that's Blair Witch you know that's like that's straight out of Blair Witch, where it's it's this other power that can kind of manipulate um, time and reality, you know, to kind of no trick table. people. Um, and then, you know, 
the other world kind of thing i mean i i get you know that silent hell vibes for me whenever someone is placed in some other kind of form of reality that's not exactly reality but it's a worser form of it a worse form of it so you know in silent hill it's the other world and so gonjiam uses that as well with like that that other place that these people basically end up even though it's kind of interesting because like they they're at the door of 402 and they're ba- and they can hear charlotte and it's it's almost like they're you know because there's the there's the there's the two punch set piece where they're walking back and um, the one girl becomes possessed and then Charlotte is transported into the um, other world, say like this other room or whatever. And she starts banging on that door. You know, they ended up hearing it, but it's, it's later in context of what's happening, which is really interesting too. Cause then again, time and place are completely out of, you know, sync at that point. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, but the, the one moment that really I think is really cool is um, it's when they're recording and um, the camera has it does like an artifact kind of thing where like uh, it has like artifacting like it's glitching yep. and uh, thankfully it doesn't do it too much but it shifts to an angle that the leader of the the group of people see that isn't being recorded by anyone. It's a perspective that's impossible to be on camera because everyone on the team is in the frame. And I, I love that moment. I think that's a completely smart and scary way because then it's basically like, you know, whatever this thing is, it, it, it can control media. And what that makes me think of is, uh, have you guys heard of Ghostwatch um, yes. from the 90s, the BBC? Yeah. That right. one's not found footage, but that's kind of that mockumentary style um, and uh, in that, Mr. Pipes are the bad source of evil, whatever. It starts manipulating the media entirely. So once it starts doing that, it's like, oh, well, it's all off the table now. We do not know what this thing can do, you know? Right. And so it becomes way scarier. Yeah. And and that's what's what I like about that is that goes in full force on having an unreliable narrator. Because now you do not know what you can, like, trust with your eyes as as just an audience member. Yeah, like who is controlling our, you know, who is, who, someone has, you know, manipulated this in a way where it's even beyond their control, you know, Norroy, at least the documentary was made by the one guy, you know, like, yeah. there's that sense that it's made by someone who's trying to put things into perspective. Now it's, it's messing with us on a level that's like beyond even, it's like a meta level that it's kind mm-hmm. of messing us, messing with us on. Yeah, and I think that that, that, that point in the film where, um, Jihyun, he his whole goal is is monetizing this. They want the ad revenue um, for for this video, which is why he's setting up the extra scares and having two of his members of the team uh, knowingly like working toward that end to kind of build up some extra scares. And uh, he he just becomes in increasingly he's not becoming unhinged. He's just like he's genuinely upset that things aren't doing the thing that he wants them to do because he uh should in any other circumstance be in control of kind of what's going on he's he's yeah. literally directing the the action inside the um Gonjiam. when that's taken away from him uh it it's it's a switch it's too much and then the moment that he finds out that it's like willfully being taken away it's not just happenstance of power going out or something weird going on um he's counting the members going there's the six of them who's holding like no one can be holding this camera because they're all they're all working with actually like very nice um rigs on that's giving them 
uh, a POV from each member, and then it's also showing their face at the same time with, with a reversed camera. That that yep. works really well, I think, for this style too, because you're getting a, a double, you're getting a reaction shot every time, and you're getting POV of like what they're reacting to in theory. Yeah, you have someone who's putting other people in actual danger at that point, knowing. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. he could have easily have said, oh, wait, hold on a second. Um, and he lies because there's the where it says Charlotte, Charlotte graffiti's on the wall. It says um, it says um, let's chas- live here. Chas- well, it says Chasau <laughs> um, at the end. Uh, originally, it said Salcha and he, he see he has both bits of it pulled up. And then he's like, oh, yeah, no, it said that the whole time versus yeah. the, the letters actually did reverse themselves. But what what's funny though is his two cronies, the guy, the, the two people that are in on the gags, turns around and basically goes, "Let's ask for more money," instead of being like, "No, let's get people out of here." So it's not just you know, it, it's 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 not just him, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They they negotiate for a twenty percent increase um in the, in the split of the revenue, um, so that that's on them. But at the same time, uh, I mean, we do we have to acknowledge that yes, they're they're doing a they're making it worse. They wouldn't have been able to get it anyway. <laughs> it, you think? To, to, you, to, I don't I think mean, so. They could have pulled out earlier. I don't know because I mean, when when when's the first moment of something happening that was? Oh, I guess it might have been the 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 ritual. That's the first moment where something happens where I think the the ghosts or the supernatural force takes over. Um, but then again, the viewership thing ha- was almost there from the get-go, so it's kind of like yeah, it didn't it's a little ambiguous. Way. The second that they put their base camp where they did, it was already within the influence of um, Gonjiam. And what we also don't get is so the the lead-in to them going to ag- actually pick this as the place to go, uh, where another YouTube um, channel to y- younger YouTubers um, had gone <coughs> that explore the four hundred two, and then. Um, they, they guess they disappeared. Like it doesn't really give you what happened to those two boys, other than something happened, and so they're well, using it, that as yeah. like an imp- impetus to go, "Hey, something's going on here. Maybe we should go check it out." Like to get because they wanted to get a specific amount of views. There's there's something, man. I actually watched that opening sequence like three times because because it is so. This film is so couched in like YouTube and uh, self publishing content creation. Um, there's that shot where they pass by that one door, and you can clearly see a lady's face in it, and nobody makes mention of it. <laughs> And then at the end, there's the shot where they swing the cam the camera really quickly, and they slow it down, and it's like, but there's a face there, and I'm like, is that the same door? Is that a different door? Did nobody see that face before? Do I have to examine every single frame of this movie? I I I'm conf- it's 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 really off putting because it is so obvious. Like you can, it's so obvious. Um, that woman's face is so obvious, and nobody makes the comment. Not the, not the kids in the video. Not the guy who's like, "Man, this video was real scary." Well, we're gonna, we're gonna examine it. I'm like, "Am I crazy? Was I the only one who saw that like 
clearly saw that woman staring out from that window in, in that like within the first five seconds of this video what is going on it, it also brilliantly i mean it's a cell phone video so the like the the aspect ratio of it is already like that weird horizontal quibby style oh, yeah. kind of and i mean I I mean this film opened in Korea like it opened in theaters you know here we're not as lucky where I mean I, I it got picked up by a somewhat decent distribution company but they really didn't even have a small I mean maybe they might have showed it somewhere but to see that in a theater you know I don't I don't think I've actually seen a shot like that even though there have been films that have been shot on like iPhones like um Unsane and um a few other a few other ones and, and Unfriended comes to mind whenever they switch to like a because you know the the dark web one switches different camera angles and whatnot mm. but um this is the first one that opens with that and it, it, it's one of those things where we automatically as an audience we're, we're we're savvy enough to know exactly what kind of video that is because everyone has seen on youtube a video like very much like that it, it, and it doesn't even have to be related to ghosts you know i think that's why found footage it, it, it has evolved with technology because you know you, th you think about blair witch and what did everyone grow up on america's funniest home videos you know camcorders vhs tapes so blair witch it mixes the lines between that and you know a, a, an evil supernatural witch it becomes more real it becomes more scary same with cloverfield and you know footage of 9 11 and all that stuff it completely used that to kind of scare us and now we have it's that familiarity with the sort of um formats that 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 make it more real to us like we, without us even thinking about it um um that's really fascinating i mean you know i mean i don't i don't i don't even know what the next point would be probably vr but like you know even just including that one shot of just the um the cell phone was just like and, and especially because that's the first that's the opening shot of it of the film is incredibly fascinating mm -hmm. um yeah and i do like that that's kind of bridging the gap between uh youtube content um where you definitely can see when one channel is far more polished or they just have a higher budget um of something else because that's what this shifts to this this group here i mean they're working with expensive equipment and i mean they're sponsored because it's it's branded you know gopro yeah. is right there you know like the mm -hmm. drone isn't branded but and they're they're streaming service even though i know probably in korea they probably use a different streaming service than um twitch um I don't actually know. I'm. I know that uh, you know Twitch is popular in Korea, but you know how they. It's like in China, they have a different sort of streaming platform as well. Um, and this one, it's not like a. And it's the same with YouTube. You know, you notice they never ever say YouTube in any of these films, which is which to me is the really funny thing. Except I don't even think do they do they say YouTube in um, Hellshotten? I I don't think they do, but it's ubiquitous. Like yeah, it's just yeah. What it is. People just know. Yeah. And it because it because it uses those like monikers too. I mean more so in Hellstatten than in Gonjiam, but you know we see that. And it's very I don't know how what's his face doesn't realize he's being conned because the streamer like uptick in that in that in that Twitch stream is so funny because it's just like it's just like going up and up and up and up and it's like anyone who's ever seen seen like a real live Twitch stream like viewer count go up it does not look like that at all. Um, yeah. But there is a nice touch with the the background they have in that with the ghost girl because you know obviously at the end the kicker is like the girl the ghost girl gets up and walks away and that kind of gives away the fact that um 
the supernatural force has like <laughs> has become accustomed to the new technology as well which you know has uh, it, that's that's very much a, a horror trope you know obviously the ring and, and that sort of thing of um stuff so yeah i i do i like that idea and that's something that we explored a little bit when we looked at pulse uh and then just off podcast i was i was digging back into um like fear.com which i really enjoyed and that idea of malevolent energy have you guys covered that yet no Oh, please have me back on for that. I love Fear.com. <laughs> I, 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 well, I'm, the, I'm the only stand around who really, really will like go for that film. But um, well, uh, then I guess I will. I will keep that in the pocket. And we'll, uh, we'll, I will have you back on to discuss that at length because that but, that bears anyways. quite a bit of um, discourse. I think. Yeah, but I mean the 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 interesting thing is that like you know ghosts these and these they have to be old ghosts. It's just like they have they they find a way. You know, it's like Sadako imprinting herself on a VHS tape. They find a new way to curse a new generation of people, which is very interesting because it's, you know, again, it's like YouTubers and, and ghost hunting. You know, it's very popular with young, young people. I mean, you know, it's like anything else, but it becomes popular with, with younger, younger and younger people. You know, it's like kids liking Five Nights at Freddy's. It's that kind of thing where yeah. it's there's always going to be a new generation for this sort of thing, and I mean, Gonjiam and Haunted Hospital or Hellstone, they they seem very aimed at that audience, but that audience doesn't. I mean, for for Gonjiam, it worked. I think it was receptive, and I mean, it was a two million dollar film, um, made twenty million in Korea, which is pretty. It's a pretty good. Um, success and and now it's actually being remade um i mean obviously covid has kind of thrown things off but um i was reading the hollywood reporter a recent article that it has been picked up to be remade um they say it off of the popularity of parasite which is kind of a weird thing because it's yeah, like that's... you know this could have worked anyways you know it's like <laughs> you give you could get some bloom house person like a million dollars to remake this in like a month and it would be on hulu and forgotten within the next month so um, yeah, I think that it's interesting that we will we we will see more of this basically. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like I'm just I, I hear that it's being remade and I'm just like immediately leery because I'm just like yeah, <laughs> are you just gonna make all these character characters really unlikable because that's kind of like that is my biggest pet peeve in a lot of modern horror and and. And and what I was getting a lot from our from the second film, which is like I I don't like any of you, so it's yeah. really hard to feel bad when bad things start happening. And I'm like, I really I really liked everybody in in Gonjion. Um, I re like I did. So when the when the oh surprise we're goosing the scares came up, I was like, oh man, really. And then I was like, oh, well, I guess now everybody gets to die because there because somebody was duplicitous and, and d did something not great. And I'm like, ah, but I like all these kids. Ah, this sucks. And then then. But it's interesting hospital. that it's there's no sparing the innocent kind of. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's. It, it, it's, that, it's that attack on, you know, it's attack on cynicism in a way. Um, with the YouTubers, because you know they know, you know they got the the only person in that I forgot her name, but she's the student who seems oblivious to how um, YouTube and streamers and GoPro cams work. She yeah. seems to be the one that's like the most oblivious to it. But she's you know 
and the one guy keeps making the joke oh send her home yeah um and it's not really developed like that there is going to be some kind of like last person alive you know there's even in gojam it's surprising when there's even like a final reveal of another character who we thought had perished is still alive and still has to go through what everyone else has to go through yeah um but uh there's no there well okay there's a little bit in gonjiam with like they they burn the money they have that ritual that, that and they have um they put the holy water out um which yeah. I th- they say charlotte got from her church and i but i i, I they're predominantly they're not well, they're not predominantly christian in korea are they i uh there is a large contingent yes yeah, I, I think but, they said it was a Catholic church that got that, holy water yeah, from, that, though. Yes, um, there is a lot. So that was brought in by Dutch uh, missionaries. Uh, so it's it's fairly the the both the Christian and the Catholic communities are larger, um, but at the same time you're dealing with a lot of um, indigenous um, shamanism. Yeah, uh, and, and that that ties in more to what's going on here because that's usually the, the entire country um, is mountainous and forest forested. A lot of the, the, the spirits that would be locust are in those sort of environments. There, there are specific mountain spirits. So it's, it's a lot of um, things tied to place. And, and that's and kind of the that's what this thing is about those... trading on more. Yeah. Because the last shot is the holy water basically just boiling, but yeah. it's not. I mean, it, I guess it's left up to you to to figure out when that happens because you could take that as being the final thing. But that's also interesting that that's the final thing that the spirits decide to mess with because, you know, they they have obviously they obviously would have had to have made, made a choice. But also, it's a recording because there's no actual person present there. You know, it's kind of like at the end when the showers turn on. Um, and, you know, that could just be the filmmakers just kind of goosing the audience. You know, it, 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 that, that's fine. It works for me. I'm, I'm okay with that, you know, because <laughs> yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, the showers, the showers turning on. I, yeah, that that entire sequence of of uh, your very classic uh, uh, Asian a ghost rising out of the pool, uh, followed by that really fantastic. Yeah, we're just gonna blow some air through this 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 plastic. Turn on the showers. I'm like, ah, yeah. it's just like a really good approach. Uh, and they've they've set this up throughout the film because they keep cutting to like this. It's this really great establishing shot sequence where they just cycle through all of the static cameras. And I'm like, yeah. yep cool it's i'm i'm glad that you did this <laughs> it gives re- it gives such a good sense of place and and to be perfectly honest they're like the so the like the the camera rigs and technology is 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 utilized so well that that 360 unwrap shot where it just looks like the oh, walls yeah, that's are rolled so cool is yeah so such an amazing shot and i'm like you the the horror possibilities from a shot like that are like amazing because i'm looking at like every corner of the frame and i'm like what is there going yeah. to be anything because it's just so unnatural and unsettling to look look at in general and then compared in the context of of the film it's like ugh, everything put it just puts me on edge well it's because you 
you know, even even just a shot of like them walking down the hall, you're like you're so focused on everything. You're like hyper focused, basically. Yeah. So you know, like you mentioned earlier, like the face that you saw the woman, like you're then even more on edge because you don't want to miss not seeing something. You know, like and and there's no replay or or anything like that like for it to point it out and it's it's always amazing to go back and watch these films you know this is like my second or third time watching this film and then you see something else that was there that you had missed you know so that's always a nice touch um to have in a horror film it's kind of like norai nor noroi like the the more you see that film the scarier it gets i swear by it i swear every time i see that film it gets scarier and scarier yeah, and, and that, thankfully that, that, that works really well on this one too. That I would, yeah, that would be actually upsetting. It missed, it, it missed <laughs> the boat, thankfully, because it really didn't get distribution. And it, Lionsgate ended up buying the rights because I actually have a DVD copy of it from back in two thousand and nine. And yes, thankfully, because that would have been, you know, they would have totally messed up the mythology and that bringing that to the West, and it just would not work. I don't think as well. No, no, it, it was it was tied too much to um, the specific religions going on. Gonjiam might be able to work. The problem is, again, it's like this. Uh, I think most people in America, besides fans of YouTubers, are kind of like not sympathetic towards YouTubers. Maybe streamers. They might be able to pull it off with streamers, but who knows? Yeah, and and a lot of that I think is um, the economics of it now, uh, where getting into that as a profession is pretty much like the 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 bar to entry is so high that it's it's not a tenable thing unless you already have something like backing you up right yeah. and so because of that the people that are like they're making they're i don't watch them habitually but um i have family members that do where they they watch specific um youtubers and i was always questioned like they they get like these contracts or their their ad revenue affords them these million dollar homes to like use as set pieces. Oh to yeah, do whatever yeah, yeah. They're doing. You really want to get creeped out? So Watch that stuff. Pandering, <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's so artificial and manipulated. It's really yeah. scary. It's really scary. Like, yeah. So having any sort of form of that, I guess, can turn off an audience, and it, it did. I guess with well, not with Gonjam, but with uh, but Gonjam, it's a horror team, so it's like a group of people who are interested in ghost hunting and Hellshot, and it's a bit different. So yeah, and I think that's also also why I really appreciate appreciated all the emphasis on the technology that they were using because well, they even like, bring out emf readers you know yeah and it's like and that's that funny shot it's it's not supposed to be funny but when the one girl she's like oh they bring up the mention of it and then later it's like just going off the rail but it, by that point it's it's like no duh there are ghosts yeah. there, like, <laughs> which um, is very but, funny but yeah just like just like oh yeah this is a like a team and this is a like it it's so clearly a product like there's no getting around that these people are producing a thing um in in Gongium. uh and i really appreciate that because i can get behind people like okay our thing is that we explore haunted locations yes we might goose it a li- little but 
it, it overall is we're doing what we we say that we're doing and yeah. we we've got the tech to back it up and we're we're taking it seriously and then in in haunted hospital it's just like woo look at it whoa look at this crazy thing and oh it's nuts and i'm just like oh you're all the worst i guess a good bridge between the two which is haunted changi because <laughs> um it's a documentarian yeah. crew going in so they are like out of the group of people they're trying to be the most respectful <laughs> trying to be <laughs> yeah yeah and and, they, and well they do bring in an actual again local like ghost exploration team and i yeah. think we'll get to that but how that turns out is i uh, was yeah, highly, yeah. highly amusing <laughs> it was probably my favorite bit there's um there's another film that i'm i didn't want to be remiss in um not really discussing but just bringing up um and it's, it's just because it's one i've seen no one talk about but um, the invocation of Envir Shimaku, uh, another 2018 film. Um, that is one, that the, it's Albanian. Is that the, mm, yeah, and I guess I have never heard of that. You beat me. <laughs> I, it's highly, highly recommended. Uh, is it easy a, to get? Yeah, it's on Prime. Oh, okay. I like it. There's a good bit of them on Prime. There's, there's also one other series that I'll probably mention at the end of, or at some point, um, that you should tune into as well, or if I haven't already mentioned it. But, um, yeah. So it's Tokyo's video horror. Yes, <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah, 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 I am familiar. But we'll we'll wrap back around to that just for yeah. people that aren't, um, because that's a that's a fun little series. But yeah, the um the point in Gonjiam that I really enjoyed probably the most uh when we get down to like what the asylum is doing is the when when the final members of the team basically are are trapped in the mirrored side of it they're they're beneath the shower room ostensibly they're in the room 402 but that that's a nebulous like basically they're just that's the heart of the asylum or whatever it is they're just they're literally inside the building rather than being like in a building it's it's like consumed them that that's the feeling i think that you get specifically with them um, uh haunting hill house uh it, it's more what gonjam feels like it's kind of doing um because mm -hmm. it's an, an entity in its own right uh, yeah, and but, it's young people too you know it's yeah. like it's this thing where it's like these young people get led to this place and get basically like eaten up by this and it, you know it's not like a thing where it's like y you kind of have to make up whether or not maybe that's what's giving it the source of its power again you know young people's fears or if it, it really is just eating them up <laughs> yeah and that's nice because you can read into this uh, a couple different things and not feel like it's a reach um but yeah, so they're 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 trapped in um it's almost like a cistern and they're they realize they're looking up at water, which is actually the puddle of water in the shower room. Yeah. Which is a, a that's when the showers kick on, like that's just a really great touch to realize that they're trapped kind of in a reflection of the But there's the also asylum. that you know, the, the, <coughs> it, it brings up that point, like I said, the door being four oh two and the window being the the fourth floor window as well yeah even though it is that same room that's you know it, it can be made up to be whatever basically but yeah, it's still a part of the asylum mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And that was uh, the other really, really good touches. Uh, we, you know, we mentioned the drone being in other things not used as well. It's, it, it could have been utilized a little bit more. We get some yeah. kind of really fun helicopter shot, but the the best part I I, I think is when Chihyun he's using the drone to like he sees up in the window something up there which looks weird to him. The drone kind of catches it, then it reverses and we get that wonderful like time is meaningless here because he realizes it's he saw himself looking down yep. at yeah. himself <laughs> earlier. And j- I, I always love that idea of these things just being a cycle that's like they're they're perpetual. Like this could just keep going on and on. Yeah, and on. yeah, yeah. Um, we we do have we do have a a spooky spooky monster. Um, that sequence with Charlotte and I also believe that it is it it. At least it's the same interior that they use to um, to depict uh, Room Four Hundred Two, but Charlotte and the uh, the uh, gutted yes, the gutted patient in the room is um, mm, peak uncomfortable. Really good, really well paced. Let's oh, it, it's a it's the it's the showstopper. It really is like and and. Credit has to be given to the actress who played Charlotte because, again, at the end, we're getting the, those up close, and they are really scared. Like they're really good in, in that sequence, and um, uh, and I guess that one's kind of going off her fear because of the doll that was touched. That kind of sort of looks like the patient that was holding the doll in the photo. Yep. Yeah. So the, it's kind of the, like it using the worst fears against them in a way. The the literal scariest patient depicted in that entire photo is the <laughs> yeah. one holding the doll. That was the thing that caught me because before that even became a plot point, I was like, wait a minute, is that guy's are that that is is that guy's eyes just completely white? And I went back and I'm like, you're the scariest thing I've ever seen. And I'm just like, all right, well, okay. What's I'm interesting sure I'll about that later. though, is that that, that seems like that could have been an entire manipulation of the, of the crew too. Yep. Because they say they planted the photos. So the hospital is using something that has been created by an outside source against them. In a way, so I think well, that's really interesting too. Well, there's also the really fascinating aspect of the urban legend too, because it, it d- d- is it not only is this hospital not only feeding off of the people that that investigated, but also the rumors that they start that start forming around it. Does that also give it power and yeah, the ability yeah, yeah. to manifest things within itself? Yeah, yeah, it's. Because there's even I even think I love this the 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 part where you know they find the wig on the whatever in the in the bathtub, but later that's an actual ghostly figure that comes out of there too. Yep. So I think that's yeah, it's it's pretty it's smart it's smart filmmaking. <laughs> yeah, those aspects are neat, and it's something that um host uh trades on slightly where inventing a thing leaves it open to being like possessed like yes. the, the, the creation of something um makes it usable like against you because it's, it's an empty thing that you've made and that's kind well, the of the locker the locker room scene 
mm-hmm. you know, when she sticks her arm in the empty locker and it's revealed that there's nothing in it. And it's like, yeah, it really, it, you know, the manifestation of your own fear can be your own worst enemy. Or, of course, there can be some spooky asylum that's messing with you. Yeah. <laughs> and I think out of all the things they did, sticking their hand into, like, that was probably the worst offense. <laughs> like, why, <laughs> why, would you, why would you do that? Like, of, of any questionable thing, putting your hand into a hole um oh just, yeah. that's that's on the list of don't do <laughs> don't knock over the the bottle of the aborted fetus or chicken thing either just yeah mm-hmm. i love that 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 though when they're outside later mm. and they smell it again and they're it's almost like the things inside that room are outside with them i thought that was really cool yeah well, I mean, it's, it's really re- the idea of they didn't actually get outside yeah exactly yeah, yeah. And that and that the illusion, like it doesn't even have to pretend to maintain the facade anymore. It's like, yeah, surprise, you're still here because here's that gross chicken with post-it notes all over it and a microscope. And I'm just like, oh, that's neat. I'm like, the oh. scariest thing, the scariest thing of all, abandoned granny panties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They use and, as a marker. And, and again, and that he touched them with his bare hands. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I I I didn't mind that they they saw it again, but I was really really hoping that because I I was like as soon as you're like uh this we'll use this as a marker, I'm like, well that's coming back. I was really hoping that they they look up and say what's going on and there were just there were just panties tied to all the branches of the tree <laughs> in every which direction and I'm like, ah, that would have been fun. <laughs> That would have actually been real a real fun way of of doing that, just slightly different. Yeah. Um. I think that might that might actually. I think we can probably move on. I don't. Yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> we, we we picked at this one um, enough. Uh, yeah. For, for what it has and well what's nice is we really didn't we didn't do a scene by scene so anyone nope. listening to this you we've we've done nothing to like undermine oh yeah watching see, this, see this and film. just enjoying it, I please think it's, it's it's a lot of fun i, I think it, i think it's very underrated still um uh and i mean for, i know most people you know film footage most people don't or, or have it was the horse was beaten to the ground, paranormal activity. But I think that obviously the genre you can still do much, much more with it. And I think this is probably the best uh, modern day example of it being used very well. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's we, not we, the only one. <laughs> it <laughs> is not. Yes, I, I, I will say as as noted, found footage film uh, disliker uh, <laughs> that that I did thoroughly <laughs> enjoy. Uh, this, uh, which is is actually nice. I it's it. I don't I don't like disliking a genre of film. It's just that most of the time, uh, most of the films that I see, I'm not particularly big on. But between Nori and and this, like I real peak good utilization yeah. of the format, in my opinion. Yeah, there, there's there's some gems out there, um, and we'll we'll continue to kind of. I will I will shout out um, the the Korean film that we did cover um, on Kawaii Trash, which was The Butcher, uh, and that director actually ended up doing Warning Do Not Play that came out this year, which I thought was fu- that uses found footage in a fun way, even though that it's like a, a narrative fiction film. Um, 
but the butcher if you're into the more it, it, that came at the end cycle of torture porn and found footage so <laughs> if you if you are into a little bit more extreme stuff it, it's actually i think it's actually a, a, a decent film um but extreme horror fans only but it's it is from korea so i mean they it is interesting that you know they were still messing with it came around the same time as norai the curse so yeah so definitely i recommend that one (laughs) excellent excellent all right well that'll that'll we'll we'll bridge the gap between this and um with uh haunted changi i um of the other two films, I, I had not heard about this one. You mentioned it to me like specifically like, yesterday. <laughs> so uh, I took the time to, uh, I was just going to skim it. And then I found myself entranced. So I, I just watched it beginning to it's end. So it's so easy to watch these kind of films, honestly. Yeah. Like, especially this one, because it's this like one, 83 uh, minutes. It's a short, quick one. And it's, it's, it, it, this one is really by the numbers, but you have to give it credit. This one came out in 2010. So, you know, and I, and Grave Encounters and there, there is definitely, there's a million other ones that are about yeah. a group of people going to a haunted asylum and being, and the cameras being turned on them. But, um, this one's really interesting because it's a Singaporean horror film, which are, there are very, very few amounts. And, um, but the, but they, it's all in English. They all speak English in it. Um, which is interesting, but this one's about a documented crew going into a haunted hospital, war hospital. And, but it's interesting because they, they don't really have a trajectory to what they want to do with this documentary about them going into the scary hospital. So it's yeah, they, funny. Just, they just wanted to explore it. Um, it was, a, it was a hospital and a barracks for, um, the, uh, occupational Japanese forces that were there for three years, uh, after right to- toward the end of uh, world war two. And what I really enjoyed about this was we, we get, um, we get to spend quite a bit of time uh, with the crew prior to them going there. We get all these really, really fun um, interviews that they're doing, just going around the city interviewing people about the, uh, and they, the thing is those all felt, um, they felt natural. I guess uh, I, 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 I didn't think it was as, as, as effective. I think it, it, and, and I, I don't want to bash the film because I think it's it's still an earnest horror film, and it was obviously made by like a very a smaller budget than these other two films. Um, but the one thing about it is that it lo- it la- it completely lacked authenticity from the get go for me because this documentary film crew and 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 the interviews they do like they the quantity of them they do is impressive that they got so many different other people and they're not the same kind of person to talk about the. Um, the hospital but uh it just it i guess because it was so by the numbers it was just more like going through the paces for me so it didn't really it didn't really establish that much of a reality so much as oh, okay it's doing this kind of thing um but again this was from 2010 so i think maybe back in 2010 it might have seemed a bit more like oh but then again that's kind of what blair witch did too so yeah um well for 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 very specific um in the case of blair witch Especially what the, what that was doing with the yeah. jet the the fledgling social media at the time. So, but haunted Chang, yeah. So they go. What's different though is that it sits, sticks more to its Singaporean roots, and ch- so Changi is kind of like 
Gonjiam and that uh, the big bad or whatever is the hospital itself. But what's interesting is that it uses so there's the rumors of the Japanese soldiers who beheaded people. Um, so you have those kind of ghosties walking around. And then what's interesting is that the director ends up interviewing some Chinese, um, I guess, prostitute. Uh, but she has been living in the hospital, but no other no other people in the film crew have met her or seen her. And that goes off the Pontianak sort of mythos of this woman, the spirit of this woman who is almost kind of like a vampire, but not really. And so she kind of only he only he can see her. Um, and I think that's interesting that it kind of mixes different um, sort of, you know, urban legends and mythologies in terms of the the local the locale the locality of it. So yeah, that's uh, that I think is interesting. Is it scary? Mm. <laughs> not, uh, yeah, not... I would say not as much. They're, they're, but I they, mean, but it, they but... play around with some fun stuff. It, it does, but it, it it essentially does the same thing that Gonjiam does and Haunted Hospital, which is that, you know, it has a fully loaded climax of it being loud and spooky ghosties faces and this or that. Um, I just think the filmmaking isn't as is it's not as well done. So it's just not as effective um, as as the other films. So it's just it comes across as a bit amateur, but it's not again, it's not exactly a bad like I was fine totally watching it, you know, <laughs> but I don't think um, outside it being in relation to these two other films, it's really as worth seek, seeking out. But it's still interesting that like back in 2010, you know, and even before then, obviously, people in the asylums and, and stuff. This was something that this was a, con a concept that people were kind of mulling around. Yeah, no, th this works more literally in conjunction with these two other films. Um, just kind of bridging some of the gap. Uh, what I what I did really enjoy about this, and it has like little to do with um, the supernatural, but the the time that it takes to show the crew kind of doing what they're doing, they're shooting B roll, they're having yeah fun with that. Uh, the part that maybe was a bit grating um, and particularly egregious is the uh, remember always keep shooting always keep you know he's just remarking that all the okay we, we get it we get it dude you can <laughs> yeah understand. I think it's become a point yeah yeah at this point I think audiences are smart enough that the reason for people to keep filming it doesn't it doesn't matter anymore like I, I know yeah. people even when Blair Witch came out they're like why are they still filming I mean it's important in Blair Witch why they still keep filming like it, it actually really does make sense um, but then you have something like Cloverfield, which is like, where did this guy get this battery that lasted this long, you know, and then, you know, the logistics of it, you just think, and in this, and in this one, yeah, it's like, I think it was back then when people were still like, okay, we need to be given a reason constantly why people would keep filming. I mean, he even says, even if you have to die, which is of course very extreme, but the director yeah. is obviously, you know, being... He's being well, he's being manipulated too. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that there's, trope is yeah. there with like, yeah. Um, yeah there's, a, there's a lot going on, but this what this does have is the secondary um, ghost hunter crew. Uh, probably my favorite bits because they they do the oh, yeah, thing, yeah. and then they just the the second <laughs> they that bounce. The, the second that something's actually like there, the whole reason why they're doing it, it's they're just not going to have it. They're like, actually, this yeah, seems yeah, dangerous. Yeah. They, We're just gonna go. <laughs> yeah, they bring a like a child medium, and this they, this child medium takes two seconds to walk in this in this hospital and runs out screaming. And they're like, "Okay, y'all, uh, yeah, we will um we'll Facebook you. Bye." And yeah. they just they're just gone. And I guess you know that's kind of well, a thing with like in 
in in in in western things like paranormal activity where like a priest when the priest mm-hmm. shows up and he's like oh i'm not dealing with this fuck y'all bye you know it's yeah. like <laughs> the authority of people who might have some like control over like the well-being of the rest of the characters yeah well but, i mean this case is that it's that idea of understanding when something's more than you can handle or yeah that yeah, there's a credible yeah. threat they're not going to put up with they are also the ones that recorded the um uh ir camera footage of the the beheaded um uh, yeah figures <laughs> so the combination of that and then the kids seeing something they were just done <laughs> It just it kind of falls apart, I guess, because like the you know the major plot point is when the female narrator goes and has her experience where she's basically not attacked, but there's this like a shadowy figure behind her. But then they see a woman on camera, which is weird because they never show this footage ever again. Which is they see another woman, another ghostly figure on camera, and then and they don't even reiterate like, oh, it's not on camera. You were just freaking out. They just kind of skip over it. Um, when clearly you can see it's like a smiling, laughing, like ghost lady. Yeah, um, that, that kept that her they up, come like, face to was face up with. on the ground. She was up in the sort of <laughs> yeah, rafter. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a, again a credible thing. Uh, or uh, when the director be like they all become kind of sick, but um, he's really bad off, and oh, they're yeah, just it's they're like... just ignoring. It. It's so weird. It's like guys, no, get him to the hospital. And then yeah, the revelation <laughs> he that really he's basically. Sick he's he's been sleeping with this like woman this homeless woman at this hospital that no one else has seen is very strange but then again the mythos of this this creature or this like vampiric type ghost lady who you know can entrance because like at the end you know he's going into these secret tunnels and uh underneath this hospital which no one in their right mind would do um but again it's suggested that it's also it's kind of like gonjiam it's like this intangible place that the that the hospital itself makes and so that sequence is is pretty cool except it then relies on like really bad cgi for him to be tossed around a room and then it just loses its kind of like authenticity and the wrap around of the film is that you know he ends up the director ends up getting murdered by the other crewmate that he's with because the other crewmate has been possessed or he thinks that he's being chased by the japanese people or japanese ghosts and he beheads him and it ends kind of on a he's in jail and i like that the uh, female narrator though it says that she's writing a book about her experiences so um you know capitalism doesn't end even when your best friend is murdered <laughs> Yeah, and um, so yeah, he was possessed by the the Japanese ghost, and what the yeah. um, what the ghost is saying, like you can't escape, like you, that's not an exit, and then he slices him with a sword that he just yeah. magically had from somewhere. Interesting footnote, but not not at all necessary to really see. Um, but I think I think uh, I'm, I mean, even though it's called, I think it was originally called Haunted Changi. It's interesting that like all of these titles kind of end up being like Haunted This Asylum because you can go on like Amazon and there's a few that kind of use the same. Or these three are the only ones who use the same moniker. That's how I found this film mm. because you know uh, Gonjiam Haunted Asylum. I, lo- I had looked up many a times and then there was Haunted Changi and you can only think because the way Amazon just accepts all kinds of retitled trash, you know they kind of retitle it to make yeah. it sound so similar. But, you know, people. <laughs> Um, but it's not I, I don't think it's a bad film I just think like if, if you've definitely seen your good bit of found footage you've seen this film you've kind of seen um, what it has to offer um, but it's not entirely 
worthless yeah. as like a, no it's it's not it's doing anything new um but again it's it's short it's a i think it's just a fun little wrapped up package yeah. um yeah and and it works a little better um as like a double feature with one of these or something just i wouldn't oh, yeah watching totally. this by itself would it i think loses some of its flavor yeah and i mean it's it's 10 years ago so yeah. it's just <laughs> Unless you have the context of where found footage was at, which it really was at the run. Oh, no, it was like right before, I guess, Paranormal Activity was really, or no, I guess Paranormal no, Activity Paranormal was, was 2009? Was, mm, I or think is it, it was earlier. No, I'm pretty sure it was around 2000. Let's see. Take two seconds to pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, 2007. Oh, yeah. never mind. Yep. But, 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 it, but it didn't come out until... It had to have come out. Oh yeah, it, it didn't come out until two thousand nine. So um, that's when it was because they roll out the whole campaign for it and everything. But yeah. Um, so this is a year later, and I'm sure it was inspired, obviously inspired by it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's like I said, it's a fun little thing. It's not um, it's not a must see. Like go go watch this movie. Uh, yeah. Just if it's you're not, interested, it's, I... you know, it's it has it has some things. Um, that are specifically Singaporean flavor to it. So it should have used those more. I think, I think that's because that to me was the, that was to me the, the interesting hook that it had. The Japanese stuff was kind of, I don't know. That's a little bit like, uh, I don't know. It's that trope of like the wandering massacring Japanese soldier to me is like a little bit of a lame trope to use, but um, yeah, I think it's, they're just culturally relevant. So just well, because it's a happens. war hospital, yeah. I mean, yeah. all of these, I think they all say, like, you know, Japanese war atrocities are attached to them, but... Yeah, um, I mean, they're, they're still very fresh in, in the cultural scheme and, of things and, in those countries. And it is a, it is a real hospital, so mm. I think that's kind of interesting that um, they, they, they did that as well. I, I do, um, as a... It's the, it's the shortest little set piece, but when they're taking the cab ride... Um, for the last time to old Changi hospital, the, the, the cabbie's just not having it. He's like, you just get go to a regular hospital. Why are you going there? And he's like, I'm not <laughs> I, waiting I, I, for I, you. Have fun trying to find a ride. <laughs> that see, that was, that was more authentic to me than mm-hmm. the on street interviews. I thought that was actually pretty cool. That was a, that was a neat little sequence, Yeah, um, but, but they do a lot of also like, Oh, rewind that back. Oh, they'd zoom in on that. And that, that to me, like that shot of them just sitting at the desk is like, Oh, this is so cliche for them to be doing that. But it's, yeah, it was a lot. And then for the director just to be so insistent, like, dude, there's a spooky shadow only in one shot. It's not, yeah, not yeah, a perspective yeah. of your someone's hand, like whatever. I mean, the cynical <laughs> to the end can work in your favor, like Ghost Watch, because Ghost Watch is like inflappable British people. So, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, in, in Ghost Watch, it ends up being really scary when it's like, no, it's something more than this. Like, it's something more than you know, you know. And in and in this one, it's like, and in Gone Jam, it pulls it off too, where there's that cynical, like, we know that ghosts don't exist, but we still, you know, it's a popular thing to kind of go and just kind of ghost hunt. Um, so to speak, yeah. but, um, yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll move on from there. That was the fun and short, uh, haunted Changi. Uh, our, our book end for this is going to be, as we've mentioned a few times already, um, Hirostaten. Uh, I, I don't, like, I see, okay, so I see why, 
this may be viewed as more unfavorable. Personally, I really, really enjoy this movie. Like, so I, what's wa- funny is watching it again. I I liked it more than I liked it the first time, which I yeah. enjoyed it the first time anyway. Well, it, this was so it was it was a year ago. I had watched Gunjam, and I think you had watched it, and then you had said, "Hey, have you seen this?" Mm-hmm. And I was like. And I have to admit, I looked at the trailer and I was like, oh, this is some cheap rip. I'm not watching this. Like, this, <laughs> this, this. But, you know, this actually is, was a pedigree kind of release. I mean, Fox produced it. It actually had a budget. It, it, it had a major release in Germany. So, no, it wasn't some just kind of cheap knockoff. And, you know, um, watching it now... Um, I was pretty surprised because, yeah, it, it really, you know, could be seen as almost a remake of Gonjiam. Um, but it it definitely deviates. Um, now, uh, like I said, mentioned, um, I, or I think I'd mentioned, this has a, this was review bombed on everything. Like, really, really, really bad reviews on Letterboxd and bad reviews on Amazon and bad, like, unlike Gonjiam, which Gonjiam has a pretty solid reputation for the most part, um, this one was just totally hated by the internet. IMDb has a like a one like a four point one or something, and um, I'm guessing it's you know when you look at most of the German reviews, they talk about how much they hate the YouTubers or also that it was just boring. Which I I don't think anyone in the right mind could say the film's boring. Yeah, um, I don't. From I, what happened, it, it turns into one of those things where I feel like I don't think people give it a fair shake or they just didn't watch the whole movie no um, no not at and, all they they it was it's a mob kind of mentality yeah, of, oh, and that, YouTubers and that's, just mm-hmm. and and that, i mean in uh, germany they just might be hated more by the youth there i don't really know it's, yeah it totally is like i, I have no thing. idea and and by virtue of when i because i i came across this like immediately after you had mentioned going to, I was like oh i'll watch that and then this just like it caught my eye I it might have been on. I don't remember where. I just it just popped up on the feed yeah. somewhere, and I watched it because because at that time uh, it I think that was the it may have been the day or the week that it like made its digital debut. So yeah. there were there were no review. There was nothing on it. All like all I had to go on was like see the cover and the blurb, and I'm like I yeah this this sounds adjacent to what I was just watching. So going into it. Um, I, I it, there's no other notion. There's nothing to like dissuade me from like just absorbing and yeah. sitting through the movie, and that does a lot of credit to the film. Uh, versus when you you get caught up in looking at things and going, well, you're either going to be predisposed to not like something, or you're going to feel that idea. Like, well, personally, uh, if I see a lot of negative reviews and I go into a movie. Um, I'm, I want, I'm like challenging them. Like, I want to know, yeah, like, why yeah. is this so bad? Because it, it may not be like, I might like this because of all of the negativity around it. Yeah. I, I hadn't, besides your recommendation, I didn't know, uh, anything on, I didn't even check letterbox. I was just like, I'm just going to go into this, you know, clean slate. And, you know, so the, so the kind of difference is so here it's 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 two groups of youtubers well it are three there's three so (laughs) the main main character is the she's kind of the smaller channel who is seems like she has a genuine concern and love for fear you know like it it, and and 
and conquering her own fear and helping people with her, her with fears and and that kind of and and that sort of thing and like her type of video is taking her one friend to go see a horror movie because he's scared and he has to get up and dance every time there's scary something scary on screen like, something very inoffensive and very kind of like nice like she's yeah she's um, coming up with ways then, to like help people cope with their fears and then there's betty who is like the makeup sort of beauty guru who's totally like gooped up and totally about you know beauty comes from within and 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 that, those kind of like live laugh love bullshit kind of things that yeah, yeah it's, those it's people super get it's super fake yeah yeah and then you have pranksters.tv who uh, break in to a mortuary and take selfies with a corpse on a slab. And then, you know, the le- they're going through legal troubles because they, you know, they keep breaking and entering and they aren't quite as savory. As- <laughs> well, I mean, uh, they're pretty unsavory um, from the start. So they challenge Betty, of course, because they're, you know, enemies on, on YouTube to go to this haunted uh, asylum or it's not really asylum it's a tuberculosis sanatorium yeah. yeah and um so very much like Gonjian. but again i what's interesting is that you get the front of betty and you get the front of pranksters but the they do they do develop these characters like you you have betty who is doing a one of her stupid selfie videos in her car but then she gets a call from her mom who is from a russian mom and they have like a short conversation there before it's interrupted by screaming fans you know and the pranksters tv guys you don't really get to know more of until, until later yeah. start happening in the hospital but they're given well one of them is given a little bit more depth than the other um where it's sort of like he you know one of the one of the pranksters tvs one of the co-stars or whatever he he had he had done videos with another person and they were meant to do more than just be this sort of you know logan paul stunt gag prank type youtube stuff which another character you know points out like that's what's killing the youth nowadays like that's you're making them brain dead i mean that's completely (laughs) against what we we wanted to do yeah Um, and there's some there's some reserve with that character so that's why i think it's interesting that the film asks you to kind of hang around with these characters a little bit more and to kind of give up your predispositions on youtubers and because at the end of the day you have to think even if they are the most creep like the most hollow people like the most seemingly hollow people they're still human beings you know there's still people that have to make decisions and i think a bad film wouldn't have gone that far to develop these characters and and to its credit how Stoughton does even if you and but the thing that's interesting is the film doesn't ask you to like them it doesn't it doesn't um uh, you don't really don't have to like them, but you know that comes into play with, and, and that's why I think it's good that it has that one character who genuinely cares about what she does because she really is the main focal point in the film. So when creepy stuff starts to happen, you can take her viewpoint and being worried for her, even if the other characters are kind of like, oh, it's just a prank, it's just a gag. So yeah, and I think that that giving them it's not just humanizing them, but it's showing that their their YouTube careers are predicated on on these personalities that they cultivate um but showing the divide between their that personality and then who they are as just people uh it doesn't have to yeah you're right it doesn't have to endear you to them but when they are put into danger it breaks down their egos break down and it becomes like 
Yeah. Well, you're it's not. Like, you're not you going. Being you, fake you're never going like, oh, I hope something bad happens to them. It, it turns into like, no, this is actually kind of a tragedy. <laughs> it's a tragedy on a lot of fronts. What's happening? You well, know, this, <laughs> didn't, it, well, it didn't have to play out this way. There's a lot of um, there's there's a major difference. Mm-hmm. Gunjam in this one, and it, it the like I said, without well, I there's no spoiling or anything. It is much more cynical about where what they think like. <laughs> Where, like it's actually probably more in line and with all those vitriolic reviews that people have about YouTubers that vindicate them, you know, automatically about what they do and, and yeah. sort of this or that. Um, but as a found footage, spooky ghost asylum movie, it's effective. I think that like it, 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 um, it does a lot of what GM does, lots of security cams and um, infrared video and, they don't. I don't think they have GoPros in this one, but they have sort of similar kind of cameras that they carry around, um, and I think that's all. All that stuff is well done. I think the context with the hospital is well done, and um, you know, it's more obviously set up here that there's one big baddie than it is in Gonjiam. Like there's one 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 source of ghostly power that's kind of maybe doing all these things to these people. Yeah, um, this one's a specific patient that had cursed yeah. the place through her her blood suicide ritual yeah so but uh i i liked it i i mean the one thing that people cannot say that it isn't is it's not i mean besides the boring thing is that it doesn't what it does may not seem to play fair with a lot of the viewers but i think it goes somewhere surprising and it makes its point and it's not um in vain i don't i i feel like it 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 gets away with what it wants to do um but (laughs) yeah but uh yeah so those are our our point of leonard um yes you were you came came into this like far fresher and this is your (laughs) first watch of it um what give us the lowdown like what do you Uh, feel about this movie (laughs) man Man, real good job at portraying uh, YouTubers. Man, as somebody who is a YouTube content creator, I do not like personality YouTubers whatsoever. <laughs> um, they, um, uh, so even when they start to humanize, I'm like, yeah, there you are. There's the real you, but what you portray is like 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 the pranks the tv guys are like awful and insufferable and it, i i did actually find it really really hard to feel bad for them in this cir- circumstance what like I, it's it's such a it's such a foul impression where the first thing that you see from these characters is we pulled out a a body from the morgue and took selfies with it and i'm like i kind of don't care had, what happens to you after yeah this. i had a super negative reaction to that but then i was like wait a second that's not that that is i mean logan paul I mean, I'm sorry. He almost he basically did the same thing. No, I know, and th- yeah. and, th- and that's why I'm just like, yeah, that's a d- just a non-start for yeah, me. Yeah, like, that I sucks. As as a as a character, I cannot get behind you. <laughs> like I can't. You cannot bring me back on your side when that is my introduction to you. And so I'm all like, I'm just like the the and it's so much of this is couched around like the backdoor dealings of like being an online content creator that all of that feels super gross too. I I, I thought it was interesting though. I thought it was fascinating because 
it, it still is very it is i agree with you like it is it, it, it it's gross in a it's grotesque in a fascinating way because even though they're still shooting pretty much the behind the scenes and stuff again it's like when do they stop acting like the asshole prankster people yeah. you know like when you know shouldn't they just be like nor and and that struggle between that you know being a being a regular being your regular self and that and that super ego personality like starts to break down in the film and i mean it kind of really comes around with like you know trusting your your true self because i think if they would have um the situation they end up being in they would have figured out things a little bit more easily if they had they listened to their actual selves yeah but because they because they can't then they end up in a situation of total like fatal danger and that's I, i that's a very pointed satiric you know, point to make about YouTubers. I mean, we have YouTuber personality people who die taking selfies off cliffs, who die doing challenges, who die doing these things. And had they taken the time to sit there and think things through, maybe they would have avoided that kind of awful, awful, awful finality, you know? So it's, Um, it's, it's, but I agree with you. It's, it is difficult to be like, but wait, are, am I supposed to be empathizing with these guys? Cause I really like, like, no, but that's why they have that one character who is there to kind of couch it, who, who does believe, you know, cause she has, it's, it's a little muddled with her episode at the hospital because it's kind of, she, she went there with the, this, this tour guy who's touring, who's helping them guide them as well. And she kind of, she was, she wanted to face her fears of being in a, in an elevator or something with her sister. And it, it sort of had repercussions where that's why her sister ended up in a wheelchair or something. I don't yeah. know if that, it's not very clear, but her, her sister, sis- she, she accidentally pushed her downstairs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. what it is. And so, you know, she has a real means to kind of, come back and make amends with what had happened more than anyone else in this group of people. But of course she's not, you know, when she's, she's, but she doesn't have a personality. She's just being herself. So that doesn't speak as loudly as pranks is TV. Yo, in your face with the camera, you know? <laughs> and I, I think it's interesting that the film, you know, it, it's something that you don't, <laughs> you have to kind of pick up on without the film because the obviously the pranksters tv personalities are gonna override everything you know and same with betty and her um her, um, her betty I, full <laughs> i yeah, i do her, i yeah i do have to make one point though is is i don't think that this is a bad film uh let's get that out of the way i just i, I be the I think it is a testament to how well written these characters are that their ability to pretend to be awful YouTube celebrities inspired like an actual reaction like my like inspired the actual kind of like low level disgust that I always have for <laughs> YouTube personality and I like I'm not trying to be mean about it it is it is because it is it is it is a parasocial facade so there's it's hard to find legitimacy with big popular YouTubers I think yeah um, Logan Paul he's been in horror films you know there's like even Smiley I think <laughs> like it's one of those things where <laughs> yeah. You have the YouTubers who are being their personalities and in the film, they're kind of playing themselves. I mean, I think literally it's smiley. I think they are kind of, I mean, cause that film is a take on the internet and stuff. It's not a great film at all, No, um, but people who are going to go see that are the fans of those personalities. So 
you know, I think Smiley try Smiley fails to try and connect that. Oh, this personality clashes with being a human being, and 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 how. Uh, I mean, I don't really remember that film well, but I remember it, its take on it was like, you know, internet fandom is 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 bad. It's toxic, and it, it's ultimate it, it's ultimate thing it can lead to is someone being killed or hurt, you know. Um, and uh, but but what's interesting is these are fake YouTube personalities. Yes, you know, uh, but they're still so it's still so close to the real thing that it's like, ew, no, <laughs> I hate these people, you know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's a testament to like the acting and the filmmaking. Once again, like I said, this is, is a well-made film. Um, it looks really good. Uh, it sounds really good. It's really well acted. Um, the found footage aspects are, are feel, feel realistic. Um, but like I said, it, it is a film based around personalities, based around personal and deliberately based around personalities that I find just have a really hard time um, getting behind. So it is it is absolutely uh, a, a me, not the film thing. And that's totally cool. But because once again, I if 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 you can uh audience if you can deal with 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 personality types like this without being like frustrated and irritated then uh this film will be for you i will actually probably watch it again just to see if it if if it's just like initial initial watch uh issues but i i it is a good film and it is actually rather effective in the the story that it's trying to tell and it yeah. strongly comes around on the YouTubers. I mean, the, the the end of the film, like I said, it's 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 making a very very a, a, oh, a yeah. very extreme point about the, it. But the you know, end of I, this I, film makes a choice, and I'm like, I'm not gonna talk. I'm not gonna say about talk about how I feel about it. But it sure makes a choice, and I can at least commend it for that. I think it works. I just think that, yeah, I think most people will be so rubbed the wrong way that they won't give the film the benefit of the doubt. And right. so they'll, they'll be lost by it. And, and, you know, that happens in a lot of found footage films. I'm always lost when the person consistently is an idiot. And I know in horror films, people have to be an idiot. But there's a certain point where it's just like, okay, my, I, I can't suspend my belief in it, or suspend my belief anymore. You know, like, I just can't. This is just stupid. I'm, I'm just frustrated because this person is such an idiot. So... It's the same way with, I can't, you know, these people are so gross that that's it, you know? Um, <laughs> but. Yeah. I mean, this, this um, ult I think, ultimately, yeah. I mean, it feels, it's a, it feels like a send up. It's, it's a little bit satirical. Um, it's, it does make its point um, pointedly, but what I do enjoy about the characters kind of like during their breakdown is that they're still, they recognize what they're doing to a point and furthermore uh, i guess so the, the the two pranksters there's uh, charlie and finn uh finn is the more fleshed out slightly more reasonable feeling one of the two uh charlie feels like he's motivated his motivations are a little different but um when charlie is is ultimately threatened um he's reaching for like the comfort of the role that he's created for himself he's wandering a, a it's a, still a, a prank it's still a prank it, yeah it, it, yeah he's it's a prank he's like i gotta change the sd card i mean he's like so focused on trying to like 
normalize the situation like putting it back into a comfortable zone um it, it it's it's playing a little bit on um what marnie does when she's scared and she's like working on like a catch like i gotta say I'll, every time i get scared i'll say a catchphrase and that'll yeah take me out of the fear that's it, it's what he's doing he's doing that he's using that as a coping mechanism um falling into something comfortable to to even if it's fake um to reassure himself yeah and i mean it goes back to like you know heather and blair witch a lot of people really dislike heather and the fact that she's still filming but like that is the last shred of control and reality she has over the situation yeah you know and it's interesting that you know it 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 does play you know found footage that is very important to it you know you you have to kind of buy and not just because of like why are they still filming but to the to the characters themselves so you know in 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 gonjiam and in this one it's like there is it is in place to for it to make sense if you if you really you know think about it it's not being um it's not it's not it's not smart about or it it is very smart about what it wants to talk about um, and it could have, it really could have pushed the YouTube thing even farther, but I mean, I, I guess even, even what it, even what it presents now is, is still too much for people. And I it's, think it's, I mean, it's a pretty it, it, scathing send up. So, yeah. And I mean, it, but it, it feels like it missed its audience and it might've thought it, it, cause it, you know, again, it's like maybe youthful, maybe, maybe young people, want to see a send up of YouTubers in uh, found footage horror form and in Germany. No, but like in Korea, yeah, you know, like, it, like you know, it, it can be this complete cultural divide where, you know, Germany, they, they really just dislike, you know, YouTubers uh, um, and influencers. And I mean, in, in the U S of course, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it depends on who you're asking. Yeah. You know? It's it's more divisive, um, I think. Yeah. So, um, but is it, you know, the points that it has to, the points that it has to make, are they valid? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I just, again, what audience, what audience wants to have them, what audience wants to have the thing that they love sent up in their face? So, yeah. And that's, I um, think where this sits and where it sits for me in, in, um, in particular is, uh, I feel that those kind of personalities are egregious. I'm not really connected to like or or interested in watching any of it. Um, seeing a send up or a takedown of those roles uh, works for me, uh, but at the same time, showing that there's a, a, a humanity there and that they are roles and not like all of a person uh, is more effective. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it, I, I give the film props for at least challenging the audience to kind of grapple with these sort of characters. Because, yeah. again, it's like, when do we, you know, I mean, I don't go out of my way to see Logan Paul's films or YouTubers. Like, even even people that are YouTubers that uh, I don't, I wouldn't say I dislike, like, you know, like, um, you know, like the, oh, I forget, the team uh, uh, Rooster Teeth, you know, they, like, they've made mm -hmm. movies and, you know, uh, sketch comedy people on YouTube have made movies, but like, I don't, I don't dislike them enough that, you know, I, or I, or I don't even like them enough that I would like seek out their, I mean, I did see mystery team, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> um, but, uh, it, 
yeah, it's 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 weird. It's kind of like you know, Fred at some point had two movies, but even then, that's like they're fictional narrative films, you know. Yeah. Um, even though YouTube has become more heavily focused on documentary styled hit pieces on different YouTubers, you know, it's very much this kind of we have to uncover why they're bad people and why we need to cancel them. Um, yeah, or these rivalries that crop up, and that's kind of, I mean, that's that's what this is trading on quite a bit yeah because betty and um pranksters who well she it's almost even insinuated that like they like each other like they actually yeah. like before but, she's pranked mm-hmm. by him and then it's like oh wait no it's it was just a ruse to get you know but but it, it seems like he might have actually liked her but again it's like or, or was it really just a ruse to get to, to prank her because i think they it's have to a, keep a front column a column b um, yeah. yeah. Particularly when he does, he does his level best to get her out of. Like she, she's the one that he's trying to get out of there. Yeah. When danger. Yeah. You know, he he does his best to try to do that. Um, it and and they falls do apart a little bit. That, you know that 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 viewers love a war because they they specifically refer to the rivalry as a war and how that a war will attract viewership. Which yeah. once again, <laughs> as somebody, yeah, because it's yeah, I'm just like because <laughs> in this one, it's like whoever does the. Fr- I think this is a very interesting thing. They have a whoever signals that the first flare gives up, like yeah. they give up on the challenge. But it's that that flare that they need to use at a moment of real danger, mm-hmm. you know. And it's funny because what the one guy, the one character comments on that is like, oh look, who's already given up. Um, not thinking why are they using that flare yeah yeah and and that's that it's not only that part but that line when he's when when he's commenting on that it's like stuff's already been going down um that that's a weird pull to go oh yeah they've given up like the guys it's our everyone's already like it's not just well doesn't he make a joke too when they're like they're going to go look for someone in like a stairwell and he makes a joke and people are just like Dude, it's it stopped being funny. Yeah, like we stopped. Like, well, I mean, because that's, that's that's the character that was trying so hard to cling to his persona. Yeah, like it's it's all he knew to do to like keep himself sane. So it it works on that level too. Like Marty, you, you can understand no. why he's doing it, but it's yeah, it's it, you don't agree he with. He should it. have no. He <laughs> should have just dropped it. Dude. Just get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> like, Marnie is the and Marnie is the one point I think of the film that ends up being a weakness in that her journey with what happens falls more into typical horror trope territory. Um, when it it's. But but then again again it's like she's there genuinely because well I don't know she's she's there because she knows that she could get more viewers if she's seen with Betty and pranksters it might not even be the viewers that she wants either but yeah she, no she's she's way, using this to like monetize herself or you know to even though she's serious broaden her channel it. yeah yeah I mean they mention they they they're like oh yeah your channel with three viewers and I'm like. Uh, like <laughs> Yeah, there. It, it's once again, it's really good at 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 nailing what it what this industry of content creation is like. But man, is it gross! And every single time, like I I confront I I'm forced to confront like this real aspect of of uh, making content on YouTube in this 
what I would hope is a fun horror movie. I'm just like, yeah, the 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 YouTube stuff is the most horrifying aspect of this movie. <laughs> you don't expect her to be as smart about it either. That's like no. a real surprise. You know, you expect it to kind of. And because that's the, it's so easy to make fun of that. It's so easy. I mean, it, it, it points to itself. That's the problem with it. You know, it's like, what, what, what conversation are we having when Logan Paul is posing with corpses in Japan? Like right. what? And, and it's not being removed off YouTube and, and like that he's still so looked at as popular and. Yeah. That's and, not, that's not a career ending move anymore. That, it, that yeah, there's that. What is the upper echelon of, 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 that that a human can do and still re- retain uh some level of popularity and clout and i think once again having having to confront those existential issues when i'm trying to watch a fun <laughs> haunted asylum movie, yeah, movie yeah, i'm just yeah. like ugh, please yeah. i'm like mm, this is too much and i mean you know uh pranksters they're i mean they pose with the corpse in a morgue again that just gets them more views their yep. their legal the illegality of it just gets them more views and um i, I do... like i said it it comes around to a point where it's it it's interesting what, what ends up happening <laughs> i i do have to say that i really love the security guards play of i'm a really i love like playing on on their ego and like oh no i'm a really big fan like come here come here i want to get a shot with you like oh, oh yeah, my co-workers yeah, yeah. i'm never gonna believe this and then it's like what you guys are idiots <laughs> you guys but are I mean, idiots that, and that's so a real full thing that probably you know I'm sure if Logan Paul had to get arrested, someone would be like, oh, my son loves you, your work. Can I get a picture? You know, like. Yeah, but I just really, fun. I yeah. just love like, yeah, the duplicitous nature of let me, uh, let me uh, uh, appeal to their egos. So they stop running and, from me and come to me is, is also very on brand for a YouTube star in my opinion. And, I mean, you know, Betty just, she's kind of like Charlotte and that she, she ends up playing into what she's being manipulated to do, which yeah. is to be scared and be and to be upset and to be and everything that the prankster TV people say that she is and they're the enemy of, you know, because they're cool and they're all about all about they're all about you know because that's what like pranking is kind of like you know and pranking YouTube, which I cannot stand, is you know very much it feels very much like a I'm better than you in this situation because I'm in on I, you're not in on the joke but I am. You know, and that sense of control and power, and the pranksters TV they have that for a bit before you know no, and then you know of course like I said it's like they they suffer ego death and then it's like what's left really you know and um, for one other character it's like what's really left of who he really is because you know um, he tries to do the right thing in in the in the in the time of you know danger, um, but it's already too late you know it's like you've kind of led yourself into your own trap here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's interesting. These, these two felt, you know, gun GM and this one coming out at the same time, 2018. I mean, this, I mean, that happens all the time. And I feel like in, in film where the films are super similar, but it is, I think watching, I, I, I would say watching them together is probably the right thing to do because, um, it it almost makes Hellstatten a little bit stronger and how it deviates more than GM does. Um, I still feel that I I think the majority of people will not uh, 
will not like <laughs> Hellstatten. Um, but uh, I don't know. I thought I thought for what it did, I think it is is definitely worth seeing. As, if you're a found footage fan, it's definitely worth seeing. But um, uh, other people who aren't really fond of the genre, they might not 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 like what it has to do, and even what it has to do differently. Yeah, and I, and I and a, a large part of that is what it's doing at the end of the film uh, isn't indicative. Of, like you, you you're not. Some of it's tropey. You're going to see some things coming, but on the whole, it making the statement that it makes um, is a sharper thing than what you get when you're like maybe watching halfway through the film. Well, like, and, like if you get you halfway know, through and just like stop watching, you're, you the feeling you're getting you're from that it, is yeah. yeah, you're totally just it, it's just whiffed right past you. I think what it does too is other films have done it. Other films have tried to to, to make the points that it makes, and yeah. I think they're unearned. I think it's earned at the end of this film, um, and it's surprising. You know, it's 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 in other films that I've seen uh, that try to make the same points, it ends up just being kind of like a frustrating, like nihilistic, which is a very like a late two thousands kind of thing. You know, where it's like you just throw up your hands in the air. Oh, everyone dies. That's just it. You know, kind of thing. You know. Um, but here it's here it's it's earned yeah it's a little more poignant and uh this this i think more so than um gonjiam is it just continues to become more topical uh, because we haven't like i think as multiple societies really dealt with what um the youtube content creation thing like what it's done it's just getting bigger um and, yeah, and it's it just like, gets th- more performative and more egregious and the links that people will go to do something and that are still being accepted like they're in any other time or any other situation these things should be abhorrent and like not fawned upon and here they're being celebrated to it, it it's you're gaining something out of it more than just like fame they're yeah. gaining and I think the money, fruit, the, they're gaining things, and those the, the willingness of the public to ignore um, terrible things, uh, watching this now makes it even harder, because that's all we see. Yeah, the fruits are ripe. I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, um, it, and, and, and again, it's like, it it asks a bit more, I think, of people for that reason, and it's like if you and you know, I I believe you do have to meet most films halfway, you know. But but what I think is why it's why it's right for picking is because, you know, you talk about the artificiality of performance and found footage. It totally is about the hyper reality of performance. It totally is about this uh, of of experiencing this kind of hyper real you know, situation, whether it be the format, like because the way it's shot or the way it's this or that. And so I think it, it's kind of a perfect matching for found footage. Um, and because it just adds multiple layers to that, because again, you're, you're, you end up thinking what, okay. So then, you know, the YouTube, you, YouTuber personalities, that's a manipulation of personalities and, and, and performance. And, and then you use that in a found footage context where, you know, that it is automatically a, you know, it's trying to be, hyper real a hyper real version of that and i think that's why it's so easy to be turned off by this film from the get-go 
because you know it's like no these uh, you, you know it, you could have told me you could have told me you can go on youtube and watch super pranksters tv and i would be like yeah the actors and everything like they look they sound they act they totally nailed like how those people mm-hmm. are like <laughs> to such a scary degree um but you know and 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 again it's interesting that this is supplanted by the fact that it's like Gonjiam, like th- this youthful attention seeking kind of participant goes to somewhere where um, they out of context, don't respect, you know, the sort of history of what has happened there or, 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 you know, cause even the one character is like, didn't you read the Wikipedia of this place? Like you would know that these terrible things happened here, and yet here you are making. Yeah, well, that wasn't even. And did I mean, you read the that that, that was a further yeah. send up of, um, like, didn't you read past the like that surface yeah, level yeah. attention span? They're knocking it. They're like, you could just even the most cursory bit of research would have given you like what was going on here. You can't just look at the Wikipedia. Like yeah. do do your due diligence, do your research, do something beyond just superficially like, oh, it's a scary place. Um, acknowledge these histories, look at that stuff because it's important. Um, th- and unfortunately, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's become a victim of its own target because uh, yeah. the film has been targeted for mm-hmm. people superficially engaging with it. So. I just I don't know how much more I can take these meta levels of things like this <laughs> happening, but 2012 or 2020, let me tell you, has just been not is just such a bizarre, you know. And I and I know things have like things like that have happened. Obviously, bigger things that I don't want to talk about have happened this year with films doing certain things that, yeah. you know, oh well, they portrayed it wrong, and so it's just what it is. But this is definitely a film that you could argue it becomes. Uh, it's not it's not satirizing what it is it is what it is you know it is that thing that you know it propagates youtube personalities no matter what so and the film has taken a hit for it which is unfortunate i honestly say because i think horror fans found footage people and um maybe smarter youtuber i mean obviously you know it can get to certain people i mean i I know about content creation as well so i know like i i guess that kind of gives me more of an, an inside look at how it is but um I don't know. I think it's an interesting film. <laughs> yeah. So, well, agree. Yeah, I guess <laughs> while we're at it, and I, um, I just think it deserves it. We we've been we skipped around it a little bit, but um, we'll just get into what this film does at the end, uh, because that's it's the crux. Of okay. The film. Okay. Spoiler warning. Yes. Spoiler warning. Spo- <laughs> please, please stop right now. Go watch this film because I mean, uh, I feel like we have talked about it in a way that it, we has skated it, but um the end of this film yeah so please go watch go watch it and then come back (laughs) yes because it's um it needs to be seen on its own on its own merits but it it because of that it also needs to be talked about so yes uh now that you're back from (laughs) watching the end of this film um are you as surprised as i was are you as um freaked out in a way as i was but okay so the one thing that we had mentioned earlier was this film where this ends up going, which is almost torture porn territory where it ends up being kind of a, a reveal that the whole thing has been a fakery by this other character who ends up killing all of the YouTubers for his own sick purpose of his own making his own fucking video and then killing himself and then uploading it to YouTube, which is the final shot of the film, which I think is absolutely brilliant. Um, 
because that does kind of speak to the finality of what that kind of culture can breed, you know, unfortunately, like mass shootings, big people recording mass shootings and stuff like that, like, like that, like just killing people, like and killing those type of personality, which there, you know, have been, you know, uh, social media people killed like that, like, you know, and it's, 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 it's <coughs> extremely unfortunate, but it is a very 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 i i i would almost say mean-spirited um uh but it's just cynical it's a very cynical like you know cynical kind of uh take on it because it it makes it seem like no they had what was coming to them um and uh they've become a victim of their own of the thing that they you know were parading around so, you know the ultimate prank is that they themselves get killed so in a bad and horrible ways too. We don't even we don't. I, and I'm thinkly the film kind of skirts it, except poor Betty, um, of their demise. Um, but yeah, I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> no, and as as the cinematography goes and what they're doing there, it takes the time to kind of do the the, the reveal, and it shows Teo. Um, doing all of the uh the setups for his his traps that he's he's put throughout the building um it's 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 you know it's raising the curtain or uh, i think that i think that will turn off people though Uh, i think yes you know because it's but the thing is you have to realize all of the film and it's like gunjiam you know all even the fake stuff you fall for that's your own personal fear working with the film to scare you even if but it's all fake anyway so you know i think for most people the turn into the gorier more extreme gory side of it which is kind of let a little bit away when the elevator incident happens where the girl gets like i wouldn't have had her whole entire body get cut off she was dismembered um, by like the cord yeah i mean the the guy falling uh, a guy being pushed in his corp i thought that was graphic enough i was like whoa that's pretty strong stuff um for that sort of you know for that sort of thing and um and i and i i will say that the 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 only thing is i don't i did the, the film kind of doesn't do well is when it cuts back to the youtubers footage and when they kind of get their coming up in so i thought that was really lame we didn't need that like we really didn't need oh, them. Yeah. like like just here's the real just desserts i thought that was and that breaks the flow entirely of it because but then again at the end i guess it's that the edited film is the one that's put on youtube so but that even then breaks the flow of of just the film i think i think i would have i would have not done that i thought that was a bad decision yeah I'm, well, I'm gonna, well, I'm, go ahead i'm i'm going to be perfectly honest i really i really didn't like this ending i really, <laughs> i really did not like this ending and it's less because of the surprise it it was all it was all a a, a prank um, uh, I'm like, uh, it wasn't the, it's all because it's a deadly prank. It's the kids today are so stupid because they spend so much time watching YouTubers like you. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I got it. I, 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 listen, I feel the same way, but man, this is like a hammy kind of ridiculous like so i'm just gonna make the ultimate prank video that it ends in death and i'm like no 
I don't want this. This is not what I wanted. I would have actually really much rather preferred the culmination of the the patient ghost story that you had set up instead of like this screen, like this really masturbatory screen on like how everyone is so stupid and what the what tripe this is. And I'm like, now you're getting preachy, and that's kind of like it, the last thing I want in my. It does kind of come back to the ghost thing though, because you can kind of take it as that yeah. one girl that's there being. Being the 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 patient the yeah. ghost of the patient or whatever but that's overextending it a bit for that patient to be that socially aware of what's going on in the world you know like uh, that's where also yeah. i i also just really have a problem when a film introduces a new character that is kind of like i was the assistant all along but never bothers to establish that like in any way unless i miss something like having a new character show up in like the last seven minutes of your film even if they don't really do much is kind of like a cardinal sin for they, me they do cover their feet though because if you take the fact that she was the patient then she could have been using her supernatural power exactly as the scares so i think i think it does it's just that her form being this gothic chick but she's probably what that that character like wants he wants the hot mommy goth gf you know like and, that, oh, yeah. and that's and that's who she is she's the embodiment of that because the spirit or whatever is using that to manipulate him um even more so um you know because he he you know his his backstory is that he had aspirations to be a youtuber as well and he made videos with theo that were not exciting and not pranksters but they were to benefit people you know on the platform and became bitter and you know ended up i don't know being influenced by that ghost or all this other sort of stuff and it kind of just you know building up and then him killing like his his one-time friend and everyone else and in, in hopes of that and then it's it's but the thing that's sad about i mean it, he ends up killing himself anyways you know on film too so it's it's a very nihilistic take on it i think i, I and i think it's it'll be it, you know it'll be too bitter for most people who even humanize these characters and then i i but see that's the thing though is that it's like well what do those people who you know write the negative reviews for this film about who say oh i can't i hate youtube i hate youtubers so much i wish they would just die you know they kind of get that you know yeah it's, it's like, like did what, you not watch the film because that's the thing you wanted is what happens yeah like on purpose so, like that that was the point the film is circling back around to is it's it's taking that like vehemence and and running with it really hard uh, i mean it, it it goes to the extreme which i think is why uh, i i think it will be it'll be so divisive with people like people who actually watch the film and it's and you know and and i've seen i, I personally have seen films where it is ghosts and stuff and then it becomes a torture porn film like in the last third reel and i'm like what the fuck i don't i i want it I, I, the ghost stuff was fine i want it to just be the ghost stuff so i understand your you know and and that's a tired thing then and, and that's why i was like it's weird that they, even in this day and age that they would pull something like that because torture porn is old hat at this point you know you don't yeah. you kind of there's another film about there was another film recently though there was something like that where like it was a killer it was like a, it was like they were looking for ghosts and then ends up being just an actual killer 
Um, but I think within the context of this film, it, it, it pulls it off. It's not a complete clean pull off because there's some things that are, there's too many other questions that you could really ask of it. And I don't believe them like setting up the fake blood and whatnot. But again, if you take that the girl has supernatural power, she really could have done anything anyways. So, um, yeah. And, and that's what it kind of wraps back around to is it's, it's doing the torture porn angle as an influence of the ghost just using him as a tool to do the thing that she was going to do anyway. Um, or that she had been put through, you know? And yeah. It's that lame trope that it's an angry ghost lady. I hate that trope so much. <laughs> like I really just, just, it's like the most old hat. She has been murdered and she's angry and she wants everyone to die. I know that's the whole point of Jew on the curse as well. And I don't like that series for that, but, um, and that, that's what I think I would, I mean, that's what it ends up taking anyways, but, um, it's interesting that it's like Gonjam where it wraps it back it wraps it back around to it being youth that need to be kind of killed for this thing to continue. Um, you know, and that that is the ultimate final thing about this film that's interesting is that, that it, it ends up being posted on YouTube and Marnie gets away. So Yes. With, with is like Marnie no... gonna benefit from this? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like what Psycho- psychologically, no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it kind of leaves that with the audience. So it leaves you a good bit to chew on, you know, if yeah. you want to. But I think most people are just going to spit it back out and be like, no, mm. fuck this. <laughs> and what I what I do like is that she she escapes. It just leaves that alone. Like, it's a thread that just goes off. And I, I enjoyed that because then it circled back around to um, Teo. And he's just like, she shouldn't have, you know, all this stuff. I was perfect and, you know... Uh, he's kind of being foiled in some of what he's doing, but the the entire bit of he's doing his monologue as the the doctor uh, and just t- going on about the um, how these how the violence and everything is is affecting people, but he's at that point so like gone down the wrong path he's blackpilled <laughs> yeah and he's, it's, it's yeah, it, that part it just becomes like what dude you, you're making the statement and then you circled back around and just doubled down on it so what are you doing well, it, it is hypocritical <laughs> it oh, is yeah, yeah, yeah no it, it's super it's super hypocritical what he's doing like he's you know and and that speaks to like people who think that they can get attention for doing mass shootings and recording it or other yeah. horrible things that people like no you're you end up becoming the absolute worst form of it so yeah. that to me that made sense no, no, and, it, and it notice wor- works, how he like boasts really about well. it and he I liked yeah. what it did it's just going like dude come on <laughs> come on it's a, it's it's yeah it's just a very it's a very bitter end point yeah. of it, I it's think. it's a frustrating end but you see like why it's doing it but again i think i think the people the message that it's supposed to be getting to have already have already not watched the movie so it's yeah. just it's interesting what where this film if it even you know because i don't i and yeah i don't i don't think there are any of my letterbox friends who have reviewed it and rated it so I don't know what other people will think. So yeah. it's one of, it really is one of those. It worked for me, but it is definitely going to be divisive on what people actually think of it. And, oh, oh, for sure. And that's know. why I was when I when I watched this, I was just surprised at not seeing when it came out at any kind of reaction one way or the other because this is going to provoke something. You can't come away with this and not 
get that, but it seems to it seems to be that people just didn't even want to engage with it in the first place, like on what it was doing. Yeah, I mean, something that's a film that's not like exactly similar, but I think had the sort of same reaction was the Green Inferno by Eli Roth. I know mm. Eli Roth is kind of an you know he's he's seen as an asshole and whatever, but yeah, what, and that film lot, was there's a lot going on was, with him right now. So yeah, yeah, but I mean. When that film came out, not only was it two years old, but like what it had to talk about in terms of social media and stuff, it had already missed the boat. And then when people saw it, horror fans were mad that there weren't real animal killings and there wasn't like sexual violence in it. So the super horror fans didn't care about it. And then it's like, who was left to like like this movie? And then social media people are going to hate it because, you know, the Tumblr politics movement has kind of moved on, you know, like, so it just kind of became yeah it is yeah this one is a bit more topical than that film but i i feel like the reaction to it is kind of the same except like i said if you look at the reviews a lot of them say oh german horror films are trash nowadays german horror films are always trash. there's not many german horror films so you know because censorship is 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 very it's a very tricky thing in that country like yeah so many films are banned for years so i think if this is a major horror and fox released this film so i mean if this was a major horror release you know, I think you have people tired of found footage. You have people who hate YouTubers. And then this 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 final turn it takes into torture porn type territory, I think people, of course, are already sick of. Like, like people were done with that 10 years ago, you know, like, and found footage. So maybe it was just that culmination of all that hate and just YouTubers and, and why it's just received all of the hate that it has. Um, but you yeah. gotta watch the movie. No, you can, I do. You can and that's, criticize and that's it and why hate we're it, like pulling it. it up because it's it's worth watching to engage with what it's saying. Um, and again, it's just becoming more and more relevant, which is it, it has horrible. it has more to say. <laughs> that's horrible. It has yeah, it has more to say than Gonjiam, but Gonjiam is just a better film. Like, yes, it's, it's <laughs> a horror film. It's 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 better made. It's more interesting. It uses the GoPro stuff in a more interesting way. Um, and all that, and all of the technology is, is, is that stuff is better. Um, yeah. And you have likable characters. <laughs> except, uh, except Marnie, I think is still likable. Yeah. Um, well, it's, a, it's like um, I, I like this, but it's it's the different stomach that likes this. It's that idea. Of, <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, doing, yeah. 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 It's doing again stuff that I enjoy watching and engaging with. Um, it's it's a tangent alongside. Um, it's, it's a parallel course that sort of veers a little bit because it's it's doing a different, slightly different message um, than Gwen you know, is doing. But, you know, um, one thing that people forget is that, you know, a subgenre of found footage is uh, extreme horror pseudo snuff stuff. And yeah. that's why that's why for me, I was like, you know, this works because I have, seen, you know, Tokyo videos of horror, uh, Muzani. Um, other Japanese found footage stuff that has done this sort of same thing where it goes into that really icky serial killer pseudo snuff territory, just gore, you know, gore effects. Well, yeah, I mean, um, it, it's sitting close to it's like, an uncomfortable where, thing, like yeah. Poughkeepsie tapes. Um, yeah. Stuff yeah. like that where it's found footage trading on a different genre slightly now it's it's a trojan horse mm. so i mean you know you have that front of the ghost film and then it gets into that extreme stuff but i have you know the tokyo's video of horror does that like a, if you watch that series it's like you know a bunch of different found footage segments skits kind of and um uh you know it, it'll go from oh there's a ghost in this picture or there's a like in the background to like something out of a guinea pig film um yeah 
And it's like, mainstream wise, I don't think that found footage is still seen as that, you know, even though Cannibal Holocaust, Cannibal Holocaust isn't mainstream, obviously, but that use that found footage type of, 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 of um, format. Yeah, both of that, Cannibal Ferox, any of those. Well, late, just that because Cannibal Holocaust, it, it has that documentary, mm. you know, that has that found footage of the of the documentary crew being, you know, killed and stuff, even though there's like real animal killings to make it seem more real, which is yeah. awful. Um, but then, like I said, you have the guinea pig series, which is like literally it's supposed to be like a snuff film that like some serial killer sent into the police. And so it's interesting that this film kind of wraps around back to that in a way um, that isn't surprising to people who really do have explored all of the corners of found footage, but to other people, it might seem kind of like, you know, but I, I have seen other horror films that have kind of done this kind of twist and I, and I have been left very unsatisfied because it was like, what was wrong with the ghost stuff? The ghost stuff was fine. I like the, you know, yeah. so I can see that frustration. I get, I understand that frustration. Um, but, but yeah yeah so that's that's the that's i think that wraps us up that's the three films that we took a look at they have the th- the common thread of ghosts in a hospital and or asylum um <laughs> i coming away from them i th- i really enjoy the idea of the the ghost or the thing not being a specific entity but being the place be that that energy that's just made manifest in a corrupted location. Yeah, and, yes. and Halstatten, Belitz, Halstatten is a real asylum. Or it was a real uh, tuberculosis hospital thing. Mm. It's still open today, but it's not parts of it. But I think that's what's really cool about all three of these, is that it uses a real place. Um, if you look them up, you know, not really. They're not all that horrible. I mean, they, they could be, depending on how you view it. You know, it's just like that show Fear that I talked about. That I highly recommend. I recommend that actually to found footage people and um, to anyone else. Um, that show is, it, I think, is one of the scariest TV shows that ever aired. I think it's it's great, but it, again, it's it's this very real inert fear of seeing other people who are scared of their own fears, like because they go to these places and it's it's themselves, and yeah, that really is probably the scariest up. thing you can think of because. You know, everyone's in a position where we're at home by ourselves and we scare ourselves, you know, um, in fear. It's real like those people. And that's what makes it really scary, I think, is because these are real people. And it's a reality show from the early 2000s by MTV. So it's embellished. And um, I recommend the first two episodes if you see it. It's available on YouTube. Uh, past that, you can kind of tell you can kind of see the manipulation in real time and mm-hmm. how they completely made up the backstories of these places. Um because they actually kind of show like a, a pseudo, they show like a documentary about the places to the to the participants before they actually go and do the thing. They're they're putting in their minds. You yeah, know, they're hype, they're like, hyping them up on purpose. Yeah, yeah, and these films they do the same thing. You know, Gonjam and Hellstatten, they do the same thing of of giving that context. Because if you were to go to any of these places, I mean, like I said, depending on your own kind of imagination they might just seem like abandoned places. I know, you know, there's you it's popular on YouTube to explore abandoned places. I forget what that genre is called. Um, where uh, people will break ur- in and like urban, explore urban exploration. Urban yeah. exploration. Yeah. Those scare me. I think that's terrifying. I mean, they go into like crawl spaces and concrete like that is really scary. Like, well, but, I mean, there's um, there's a there's a physical danger inherent in like doing any of that and um, getting caught, you know. Yeah, and, and, there's and, legal, and there's, there's all all kinds of issues that that, but that brings up. But the it, it 
rides that line between like fear and excitement yeah yeah and and the realness of it and and i mean you know it's it's it, abandoned places they just there's like an air about them of that make you think like oh, of their past and what you know what has happened what has transpired and you know uh that's actually probably the next film that someone could do as a found footage of like an urban exploration into a haunted place that goes awry um please send me a check if you do that because <laughs> that's actually probably a really good idea because i i watch those films i watch those videos on youtube and i get so freaked out because I'm, but but they're edited and they're already finished you know like yeah already yeah kind of, um but it's always fascinating when they run into other people you know and they're just like ah, oh, and they get like they get a scare but they're just like oh they're there for the same reason they're just urban explorers so um yeah there's um maybe it's called the tunnel now i've i've forgotten it's an australian I've um, seen that one. Film. Yeah, it was I, the first. It was the first film released on Pirate Bay. I think it was like its big kind of. It was the first film you could torrent for free. Mm -hmm. They like had offered. Yeah, uh, I, 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 like I, enjoy, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, it it sits in a similar um, feel as these. Of like breaking into yeah, I mean, and, and like as above sar or as above, so below. What is that? As below, yeah, that one's about you know in the in the catacombs of of Paris. And yeah, stuff, so. well, I talk um, about claustrophobia. Yeah, <laughs> there's some um, if you like t if you don't like tight spaces, that one can be a little rough. Oh yeah, I I mean it's the same with those urban exploration people do those cave videos mm. like and then underwater cave video. Oh god, no, yeah. I can't. It's 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 too it's so scary. Even though they're like edited and the people are okay, it's just it really just those are really freaky. Yeah. Well, uh, it was great to have you on the show. We will have you back because there's there's plenty to um, <laughs> dig into on on multiple fronts. I think for other other films and other um, bits of media. Uh, yes, yes. Um, re tell us a little bit about your podcast one more time. Um, just oh yeah, okay. For, so for sake of yeah, admin. So I haven't actually Kawhi Trash is any of my podcasts. Uh, I like to say it's like a horror anime podcast, um, but we cover a little bit of everything. We've had episodes about found footage. Um, I had uh, Perry Ruland and Trevor Henderson talking. I forced them to do the butcher. And I felt so bad. <laughs> None of them liked it, but <laughs> we talked about it anyways. And um, you know, we uh, category three films. Um, I've talked to anime with um, different people. We've done true crime stuff. Um, documentaries um, and all that sort of stuff. I did 13 episodes and it was kind of on hiatus just because 2020 has been such a crazy year. Yep. Um, that, uh, yeah. But I mean, uh, like I said, we've talked about found footage on there and I'm a huge fan of found footage, but if you, if you like, we, we also cover just weirder films. So like, you know, Indonesian exploitation films, it's not a specific, it's not a specific genre kind of thing. So um yeah it's it's and that's kawaii trash and it is now right now i have repaid the soundcloud so all the episodes are available to listen to on soundcloud and uh itunes and spotify and everywhere else and kawaii trash is on tra um twitter and then we have kawaiitrash.com which is to our website i hope to be doing new episodes soon but um who knows we <laughs> yeah, totally understand um yes uh so speaking of twitter where can folks find you on twitter so yeah, so I'm I'm at Karamashi. That's K A R A M A S H I. And then there's um uh, at Kawaii Trash Podcast. That's for the Kawaii Trash Podcast as well. Um, so yeah, yeah. I I will put links to those up in our show notes. We've had uh, we've had the pleasure of having um, Perry on the show. Um, oh, he's great. Very, yeah. very, very fairly recently, um, and uh, 
I've been in talks with both you and him uh, for a potential future episode, another maybe yeah. a, a double guest um, collaboration. I think that that'll be a lot of fun. So listeners Perry, can, can Perry, look forward to that. He's my like, ex- he's my, he's the only person. And I think it's cause he's younger. He's the only person that I know that still is really into watching extreme stuff. So I, me and him <laughs> always back and forth will be like, mm-hmm. Hey, have you, cause like uh, I watched Musani recently, which is one of the more extreme found footage um, sort of horror films from the eighties uh, or actually late nineties in Japan. Uh, I'd always put off for years. I'm at an age where I'm older and I don't really want to watch extreme stuff. And, you know, like 15 yeah. to 20, you definitely want to like go against the system and watch the most, you know, you look up one of the most disturbing film, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm, I'm totally away from that. Uh, you know, I have a copy, I have a found footage copy of tumbling doll of flesh that I, I bought just so that when people come over and they want to borrow something, I, I put that in their hands so they don't ask to borrow anything else. Like, I don't even like, I, I, I don't even want to watch it, but it's just, funny to have and um but perry marches on and he really watches like you know really uh, uh some extreme stuff that like i i like i said i wouldn't even do it so more on to him i think it's great but he's my little buddy that i can talk to and be like oh yeah uh did you see that <laughs> so because mm-hmm. i know it's it's uncomfortable to kind of i felt really sad when um i i hadn't seen it's a lesson learned which is know the media or things you're going to watch before you you give it to your guests to watch. And I hadn't seen The Butcher, oh, the Korean yep. found footage film, before I told them to watch it. I was watching it, and I was like, oh, wait, this is some pretty strong stuff. And so I was like, Trevor Perry, I'm sorry. it's it's Because Tr- Trevor Henderson is an amazing, amazing Canadian horror artist. Um, he, you know, he's a horror fan, but you know, most horror fans don't go for that kind of thing. So he was extremely Canadian and extremely polite and he still watched it. Um, so you can listen to that episode. It's really funny. Um, I even probably eat, eat my words on that one because it's, it's always difficult to be the defender of that kind of thing. Um, yeah. even when it's something that really isn't worth making a point, like, you know, it's like censorship and all that stuff. So um but yeah <laughs> no, and that's the same i've had um guests on or even my own co-hosts where we'll we'll slate some stuff um, to be covering and i i will do my best to like engage with all of the media that way there's not like a, a chance of someone just being sitting there and having to talk about something like by themselves on it uh or that they really but, don't like or it's not really their yeah, thing like i i and in doing so that's allowed me um if there's something i want to cover i can like subject myself alone to it if necessary which is which which was the case with like howling three was a a horrible movie um but (laughs) i i i I took the bullet for that one and i just you know hey guys you don't you don't actually need to watch this one actually don't (laughs) i'll just talk about it a little bit myself so yeah there's a great um back row back row cinema does a great article where it's i watch this because you so you don't have to mm-hmm. and they cover like sallow and a, a serbian film and that kind of thing i think that's yeah. a great approach to it you know because it's like people who know those films and they don't need you know because i would never personally like you know i learned years back i was going to take friends to go see cannibal holocaust and cannibal furox and i watched it the weekend before and i was like there's no way i can take anyone to go see that and so yeah. i was like sorry guys I, like i can't i just don't want to you know um uh, i i don't want to force something upon someone that's really like uh you know traumatically like extreme so yeah, and there's and there's things so. that i want to cover that um i think also don't sit well and that's what's nice about um 
being friends with someone that's like Perry, where I know I can talk about that with him, and it's a mutual like we were we, we <laughs> yeah. appreciate um, in whatever loose terms you want to couch that in uh, films like Entrails of a Beautiful Woman or Entrails of a Virgin. Oh yeah, I can yeah, suggest yeah. those, and you know wherever that might fit in. Um, we I I own copies of the guinea pig films. I own all night long. So several things that I purchased yeah, um yeah. when I was like his age. So, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. It's totally <laughs> like early, that kind early two thousand. They a were knock. in my it's wheelhouse. A, but yeah, yeah. It's not a knock against 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 Perry. It's no, just no, a, no. You know. I, I, I think he really does he does try to look for and I think that's you know that's all of us who try to you know we watch extreme and trans- transgressive stuff and the stuff that actually makes a point you know it's like it's worth it when you do watch a film that's actually really good and is it's just the problem is is the majority of it is not worth it and it's just uh, yeah I mean I, we, trash. we just, invited him on to discuss Begotten so <laughs> that's that's the you know where things went um and it's uh it's good i I enjoy that he takes the time to do screenshot threads um those are always really good he has a good eye for um of course i would hope he does he he does his own films and is in film studies but um, oh yeah no he he watches more movies than anyone i know i I, I am so impressed and 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 i'm so i'm like where do you have the time for this like you know for sure and the it's the amount it's the it's like where did you find that like he, yeah, he gets yeah, a hold yeah, of some yeah. stuff that it's like, what did yeah, you get yeah. that from? Uh, I don't want to know, but send it's me a link. It's <laughs> inspiring. It really is. You know, it's like, man, I really wish I was doing what Perry was doing when I was his age. Uh, yeah, but, and um, that, that's another thing. It's just this. Uh, a lot of this appreciation. It's, it's a time sink. It takes time to do these things. You have to carve out yeah. of your day. Uh, aside from work and everything else that's being done, and then all of yeah, I mean, research. Um, it's it's impressive. Yeah, that's what it is. It's inspiring. Yeah. And he's he's the type of guest person that you definitely want because you know they generally this type of people they know what they're talking about you know if yep. I'm getting someone to talk about Angel's Egg I'm gonna get someone like M K Rhodes or you know someone who really is passionate and knows what they're, they want to talk about so yeah so, yeah yeah it works really well um, Leonard <laughs> back to Sorry, back, yes. no it's it's fine Leonard where can folks find you on the interwebs uh people can find me on twitter at dr faust is dead they can also find me on youtube by searching dr er, uh searching for dr faust is dead uh i have videos about video games and other things uh, no pranks no pranks no <laughs> pranks uh and dave where can people find you on the internet they can find me pretty much exclusively on Twitter. I'm elsewhere, but that's where you're most likely to find me at sentinut underscore plus. It will be in the notes as always. And the back episodes of the show on monsterdeer.monster. And I think that is us today signing off. We will catch you folks next time for something. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't know what's on the cards actually, so it'll be a surprise. We'll let you know slightly in advance but uh yeah that is us saying bye-bye um adam it was great to have you on the show again yeah we we will uh, look forward to your return and hopefully maybe uh we will schedule in a a, a double guesting with perry on as well yeah no i look forward to it it's been really it's been really cool guys thanks anytime yes thank you (laughs) bye folks bye-bye